fun evening i kind of went out to the movies yesterday so i don't have too much shit to do today <laughs> so i'm just kind of goofing off on doing twitter spaces give me one minute so um so far my bag on oxidot fun um so bruce sent me like originally bruce sent me a hundred thousand ox which i think it was worth like a thousand bucks at the time just to play with on the platform to see you know how i like it and start messing around i really didn't know what i was doing but sort of figured it out and fortunately um like some of the coins on that platform um are things like fetch and tau and some of this crap that like has been running lately and um also some stuff like chainlink dogecoin litecoin Solana stuff like you know I sort of know the price action of already so I can kind of take a guess at what to buy and what to leverage without even looking almost and um, so so far I had a hundred thousand ox to start with my fetch perpetual which I started on I forget what date but like I added to it a little bit maybe it's been a week now I think maybe maybe a week and a half maybe anyway that's up to two hundred sixty thousand ox sixty seven thousand ox um, and then I started a Doge Perpetual um, entry price of $0.12, cents and it's now at $0.14, cents and it's printed about 22,000 ox. My Link one, um, I got in a little bit high. Like, I thought it was going to break out at 21 bucks and go, but it didn't. So it's lagging a little bit, but that's at 10,000 ox tokens. And then my Tau Perpetual is down. I bought it at 700, which is kind of a breakout level, and it's down to 680. I'm down like minus 23,000 ox. And then Solana, I'm down like 3,000. And on the whole, like I'm up 360,000. Like my balance is now 360,000 ox if I were to close all these positions. Um, ox itself went up in value. So it's like this is probably worth like six grand now. So I was able to get like 1,000 up to 6K. Um, my thinking is I could definitely 10x my initial ox position with no sweat at all. Like that's a given. And then because all I have to do is let fetch run. And it, I mean, that shit's going to 10x probably just by itself. And um, that'll probably be like two point something million ox just right there. So I think like if I just let this run, I'll have um, probably 10 or 20x my position on this platform because we're just about to hit the altcoin gigabull run. And if Ox token itself goes up even, like it it basically like doubled since he gave it to me. But if it goes up like, um, it's a very small market cap, so it could easily 10x from here, OX the token itself. And so then a 10x times a 10x, I'll be at about 100,000 bucks worth uh, from the thousand that Bruce gave me. 
So if you think I don't know what I'm doing here, like <laughs> I, I'm pretty good at this shit. So it's like, I don't normally gamble like this, but whatever. He gave me some free money. He told me to use the platform, provide some feedback. So I'm like, sure, why not? Um, in the meantime, he told me, don't make the platform broke um, if possible. <laughs> so he's like, try to keep your ox token in the ecosystem so you don't uh, wreck everybody. Um, so yeah, doing pretty good. And, and, and mine's a tiny position. There's much bigger positions in mine doing whatever, right? Um, but pretty, pretty cool stuff. And I think what I'll do is I, ha I don't normally short things, but in perpetuals, you're not really harming the original coin price. In fact, like perpetuals are just like futures contracts. It doesn't really matter. Um, like it doesn't have any effect on the token holders or any of that shit. So you're not really hurting anybody, but I'm thinking like I'll short maybe fetch it like, I don't know, 10 bucks or something ridiculous. Let it go up really high. Um, and um it's a pretty secure position because my liquidation price say for example fetch right now is at a dollar 75 i got in at a dollar eight and the liquidation price is like dollar 10 right now based on um the fact that like i added more fetch um on the way up a little bit <clears throat> as my collateral value in ox went up i'm like hey i'm gonna gamble a little bit more why not so I, I i didn't go too aggressive so my total margin ratio is 27 percent relatively high for something that could be very volatile like the ox token i'm not adding anything else at this moment um to it ex unless i short something so if i short something um let's say after it has a big run-up i can have it you know acts as a hedge essentially um right now there's nothing really worth shorting the entire space is going to moon here in a bit um if you look at the charts of all the like pretty much everything's running now like or beginning to um Take for example, like even Doge is now running uh, Coinbase's ranking in the in the in the um, App Store is starting to pick up. Um, you're starting to see um, Litecoin started to run a little bit. All that stuff we said to buy, like the very bottom, pretty much easy money stuff, like that was basically super super low risk because the the you know these were basically like rock bottom prices. Like, it didn't matter what you fucking bought. Like, as long as you bought what I said, buy everything, you're fine. It doesn't matter. Like, everything's going to go up. Um, but even, I, I did get a little bit of random stuff like Doge and Litecoin and other bullshit just to kind of, like, ride them up. And then what I do with those is, let's say some of those are up. Like, maybe they're 2x or 3x or whatever, just some some multiple. Then if I find something in the market that happens to take a dip that I care about more, sometimes I'll just cycle out of them. I'll be like, all right, take the 3x, dump it into something I like, and move on, right? So especially something that hasn't run yet. That's the key. Um, you don't want to rotate into shit that's just going up, up, and away. Um, I think this Ox platform is kind of cool in that like you can participate in a few perpetuals. And if you feel like it's getting a little bit too hot, you can short it simultaneously. Um, which gives you a little bit of safety measure in terms of your collateral. And um, I think it's a, a, it's like a more fun way to deal with like some of these really, really hot tokens that are running too fast where you don't want to take too much of a risk. Um, you take a tiny amount of collateral, you do a very um, like, you know, high gamble on something that is like a high momentum player and you sort of let it run. Anyway, so there's some like games you can play with that. Um, it's a pretty cool little platform. I think they're going to add a lot more coins. There's a modest number on there right now. The most obvious one right now was like Fetch was obvious. Um, they've got like Injective on there, Solana. Um, but pretty much everything down the list on this thing is green. So that tells me that like 
we're basically going to moon everything here in a minute. Um, I think like as everything starts to rise, everyone's going to be calling their friends, talking to whoever. And, you know, basically like everyone's just going to start buying everything. Um, of course, the, the the main things I own won't go up. That's just normal. But uh, everything else will go up, um, which is cool. Um, I'm trying to see like what else is happening here. But yeah, in general, like a lot of alts are starting to pick up steam a bit. Um, I would say like, in the list, probably the Cosmos stuff is kind of doing the least at the moment on the whole. Um, and, uh, like, you know, and of course everything has its little cycles and stuff, but right now it seems like the, the stuff that's really moving pretty nicely is sort of like the older coins. Um, cause those things hadn't caught a bid. Remember I've been talking for weeks about how Dogecoin and Litecoin and that kind of shit is going to start moving. And that's precisely what um, is starting to happen now. So when retail shows up on Coinbase and stuff, they don't know what the fuck to buy. They just basically start buying whatever they can. Um, hold up one second. Let me get a message. Um, Midas, uh, maybe you have something interesting to do while I AFK for a second. <laughs> Welcome to the Sefi and Midas show and Morty and everybody else that's right now in the space. As you've heard, Seth is making a lot of money today, just like shorting, oh no, no, not shorting, longing everything that he can find in his way throughout the Ox.Fun corporation. And um, yeah, so I'm not really longing or shorting anything because I fucking suck at perps. So what I'm doing is DJing. Oh, by the um, way, this is, this is the first time I bothered with them. I just know that the, the charts for everything looked really good. And I'm like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. Steffi, yeah. go back to your patient. I'm not finished here. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. So as I was telling you guys before Steffi started going all crazy on me, talking about how he never shorted or longed anything in his life. Well, uh, I fucking suck at perps. I've lost a lot of money on perps. Back in the last bull run when I was longing Luna. And I promised myself not to go that way, not to go that route, because, you know, I just don't get the fucking futures. But what I'm doing now is I'm being a fucking DJ on everything that has to do with micro and small caps. Because as we know, usually on these kind of days that everything starts to just pump. Thank you, by the way, to our sponsors, Grayscale, for having that huge-ass banner on Wall Street talking about Bitcoin being the next big thing. So they're doing all the marketing for us, which I really appreciate it. Those boomer coins are going to come to our Bitcoins, and then we're just going to, like, moon, hopefully. So, yeah, I'm just being a DJ on micro and small caps, like 1 million market cap and all that shit. Of course, I'm probably going to get wrecked at one point. Um, but, you know, this is the fun. Having that kind of energy and suddenly seeing your coin go up and hopefully exiting at the right point before everybody um, else <laughs> just like 
kills you. Now, and, now you're, yeah. you'll pump my bags if you buy Ox, but it's now in price discovery at the moment. No, so I, 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 I just no, starting no, no, to no. run. By the way, if people want to get it, it's not a bad. I question. already, I already bought a lot of Ox when it was like one cent. So I'm just gonna let it run for a while, and see what's up. And of course, I you know think it's a funny I, shit. You know what I'm yeah. gonna do? Like, so I'm gonna, I'm on this platform right now, and I'm gonna like. I'm going to take a long position because I have to do it for the little mission thing. Anyway, I'm going to take an ox long position. Um, like on ox itself, <laughs> like, you know, just for the hell of it. Let's see what, how much ox I could make. So it's like, let's see. Um, let me see if I can do this right. So do you, if have, I take, huh? do you Go have ahead. a copy trading vault because i will definitely just like put some money into your vault and make money if you make oh money shit dude me. i'm a, i'm like an amateur at this don't don't do anything i do like only god knows what's gonna happen <laughs> i'm you know, truly just fucking around not like i'm just like whatever who cares no 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 you know, you know what i'm gonna do probably is just like put some money into ryan lyon's uh vault uh some mm. into sue's uh vault some into kyle uh, I'm not sure if Bruce has any vault, but I will just distribute it. And the guy that makes me the most money, I'm going to invite him to Mexico for some tacos. And the guy that makes me uh, lose the most money, I'm going to hunt him down. Like I would make a vault strictly for hunting him down mm. so he can repay everything that I lost. So yeah, that's kind of like my play here. So if you have any vault, happy to put some money into it so i can know that you know like sefi is the greatest trader in all the world and probably speaking of which how, how do i make a vault on this damn thing i have like, no clue like like i, I have no let's see, clue. balance deposit withdrawal transfer history like there's not an actual thing where you go in there and like fucking make a thing let let like, me just like, open this how do i i'm, I'm making account like, sub I'm, account i don't fuck i don't know like there's not a thing in here to make a vault Unless I I'm have missing no some, some let, part let of me, his website. Let me just find it because Oh copy um, trading. Let me go to that part. Oh of the yeah. Sentence. Yeah, at the top. Become a master trader. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Um find a master trader. Okay. So okay. let's say become a master trader. How do I do that shit? Let's see. Click a button. Okay. And then I have to okay, here we go. Um here I'm gonna put my name in here. Give me a second. All right. Now everybody can become rich out of your trades and we'll know if you're the greatest trader in the world better than um, what's his name? Il Capo of crypto. Like that dude, that dude, what the fuck? He was telling me that we will go to 12,000. I was waiting with all my cash on the sidelines, waiting for him to go for uh, $12,000 Bitcoin and that shit never happened. So now I have to buy Bitcoin at all at all these fucking outrageous prices. All right, should I set my shit to zero percent commission, or should I make a little money off this too? Um, I don't know. Can you change that? I'm I'm sure you can change that. At zero point, to right? 50 percent commission. What in the fuck? Who's Whoa. gonna Who's gonna put their money in here with a fifty percent commission rate? I don't know. You'd have to be a mad genius, I guess. Um. Or a mad retard. Yeah, mad retard. Yeah, let me put like. Um, that sounds like me. Let's put like uh, zero point two five, just to put something in there, maybe. Or I don't know, maybe maybe some rich people will come and play around in this fucking thing. Let's put point five. 
Wow, yeah, fuck, fucking huddle ox. He's like at 69% ROI. And Chris is also at 62%. Like they've been shitting us, right? All this time saying like they're the worst traders in the world. Like they have so bad luck and they're fucking killing it, bro. Like they have way more success than Ryan Lyon, who's just like shilling all his fucking stuff all day long. And I don't see him being at the top. Like he has a 12% ROI. So I'm not sure if he's the best investment here. For me. Okay, it says I'm a master trader now. Does it like see on there? Does it say like, does it show my success rate or some shit or what? Steffi, or, yeah, zero percent. I don't know what the fuck I'm going. I'm doing so lose money and go hell. Okay, sounds <laughs> like a good value proposition. I'm gonna just like copy trade your investments, and hopefully, <laughs> I'm gonna become rich as fuck. Hopefully. I don't know about that. So let me see if it shows my open positions. Yeah, it's got my positions on here, so that's cool. Um, does it say? Yeah, it shows my P and L here. It says like I'm up like whatever two hundred sixty thousand ox or something. Um, let me see if there's like it shows you. Oh, someone's got some feedback there. Midas, that's you. I think your speaker. You've got some bad feedback on your computer, on your speakers. Oh, sorry. Just turn the speakers down, I guess. Um, yeah, trader investment. It says three hundred thirty-eight thousand ox. Um, assets under management zero ox. What does that mean? I'm not sure why that's the case. Um, oh, it's because like nobody has signed on to my little thing, copy trade thing. So that's why. Anyway, it's I'm doing pretty good so far. I've only come to like a 4x, but I don't know if the ROI is Let me see. Let's see what everyone else here has done. Oh yeah, I blew fucking everyone away on this thing. What is this? 15%, 20% garbage. <laughs> like I'm up like 300% already in like a week or 400%. I'm getting close. Hey, yeah. Sefi. Hey, did you see my smart money indicator on the chart the other day on Link versus BTC? Mm, no what do you mean hold on let me post it and, I, and i'll post it in the chat maybe so i'm not sure I'm, i think i thought one sec one sec i start forgetting what i didn't didn't see anyway if you want to go on ox.fun and sign into my full retard copy trading vault i'm going absolutely guns blazing on this thing to get high roi like it's meant to like Either lose all your money or 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 whatever, get it all back. Oh, some of these people have like five million ox and stuff. Some of these people are not messing around. I've got only like, I started with Bruce the hundred thousand ox he sent me, and I'm up about three four hundred percent. Let's see if I can get to more ox than everybody else just by trading my way up. <laughs> the game here is not to put a lot of money in. The game is how much can you make with very little. That's the key with perpetuals and stuff. Because you're not there to like risk a lot of money necessarily unless you're, you know, unless you just like to gamble or whatever. Usually when I go to Vegas and stuff like that, I, I, I don't spend much money. I, it's pure entertainment for gambling for me. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. So I have a copy trading vault on there. First time I've done that. Let's see how it goes. <clears throat> Let's see. Ryan Lyon got... He made 12% ROI. What was he doing exactly? I don't even know. 
It's funny. But the ROI is actually measured in, in the aux token. So if the aux token goes up in value simultaneously, then you know you're doing pretty well. Let's see here. Mm, okay. Although pretty much everyone's assets on the platform are measured in aux token. You don't really own any of the other tokens on the platform anyway. So all your profits are, and losses are measured in OX. What do you think about that? Because at the beginning, it was kind of weird for me. Like, you know, why I'm going to trade something if the, if the other token is just like very, you know, volatile. But I think like it has some, some good thing around it, right? But um, it's, it's also one of those things. If it's like, let's say you're at the top of a bull market, um, you know, like holding a collateral that's going to drop heavily in value that's going to get you in like in trouble i guess unless you short the actual token or something while you're doing it i don't like so that that type of strategy you have to figure out basically right like how do you preserve your wealth let's say you made something on here <laughs> how do you preserve your money so i think what i'm going to do is like all right so uh so an example here would be so i i got a perpetual of the fetch token and so i I don't remember how much ox I leveraged here. Let me let me clarify this so I can tell you in proper English here. All right, so the fetch token I got um, um, four thousand contracts worth seven thousand three hundred eighty-eight FET, and my entry price is a dollar eight. It is now worth a dollar seventy-two. So I'm, I'm like my entire wallet had a hundred thousand ox tokens in it. I didn't even I only like leveraged maybe twenty percent of that wallet. And it's at 256,000 aux tokens now. So why did I do that? Because like Fetch had an all-time high breakout. And it's like an obvious, like, it's just an obvious perpetual in a AI market where everyone's just meme coining AI, right? So remember I mentioned almost like a month or two ago that Fetch would probably reach FIB extensions that would be like $5 and $10. I practically memorized that. Now it's at $1.72. When did I first buy Fetch? It was like 40 cents. So that was my spot position that I bought 40 cents. Now, like on a perpetual though, I don't have to be early because on a perpetual, the only thing that matters is momentum. You're just sort of playing the, the volatility and the speed and you say, okay, like I'm going to exit when I'm going to start here. I'm going to exit when. So I started at like a dollar eight. It's at a dollar 72. First FIB extension is about $5. Is that number rational is what you have to then think of. Is it possible what would be the market cap of my coin if it reached that FIB extension? And is that rational? So let's take a look. Um, so if I go to fetch.ai and I go, okay, what is its market cap right now? It's 1.8 billion. Its fully dilutive valuation is 2 billion. Can this thing go to $5 in an AI meme market? Of course it can. We've seen meme coins hit 5 billion, 10 billion just just on a whim. So is it possible to hit my target, which was the $10 level for fetch, which is two FIB extensions above its all time high? And I think the answer to that is yes. Can it go beyond that? That requires like the entire market to just moon basically. But is it possible? Yes. So if it's possible, then I can say, okay, here's my deal. I'm going to basically long this thing at, and then I'm going to leave my perpetual running, paying the whatever the fees or whatever for it. And the fees aren't that bad compared to like, I don't know, who knows how much I paid in fees, probably nothing. But like the actual amount of ox I got was like three times as much as I had before. So, or two times as much as I had before. So 
the the gains are well worth the fees and especially in a high momentum situation where i think like this thing can just keep on running for the next oh i don't know month or two um as bitcoin pumps and everything else goes crazy um you and i know on coinbase you can buy fetch on coinbase and everyone's going to be on coinbase when they come in the newbies and they're going to be like oh what's running what's going up oh look that's green that's green it's ai whatever and then next thing you know they buy it so you have a whole bunch of newbies going to come and pump this thing to completely irrational levels because those people don't look at charts and shit. They just come in and buy. Those people are coming in now. The Coinbase app is rising in the app store. The crazies are coming. So they're going to buy whatever. So I don't have to be smart or nothing. I can just say, hey, let's pick some FIB extensions, exit at certain levels. And so if I exit fetch at like 10 bucks, then I'm going to be up like, I don't know, it'll be probably worth, let me think, um, probably 5x from here. So we're talking about um, I'll have like almost 3 million ox tokens by then probably or something, something ridiculous because this, this is a leverage position, right? So basically like your, your, your notional value of um, your position you can get is really high in a perpetual. So whatever that you know, total is, I can then say, okay, I'm going to close my position. The option then is like, do you actually short the same thing? So um, you know, one thing you can do in perpetuals is you can take an equivalent sized short position in a delta neutral position. If the price keeps running, then um, you're not really making much. If it drops, you're not making much. That's one option. The other thing you could do is um, like, let's like say it goes to $10 and like, ooh, you know what? The market's frothy as hell. Bitcoin's, you know, gajillion million. And you know what? I think this thing's going to keep running for whatever reason. Then you can basically take it. But you're like, well, I want to just hedge my bets a little bit. I'm going to take 10%. I'm going to go short. And then I can like, you know, if, if it takes a dip or whatever, then I can close my short position once the dip is like coming to an end or, or like it's had a good profit. And then I can keep my long position. Now I have even more ox and I've taken some risk off the table and taken some profit on the, the downswings. Um, you know, like, like a good example right now would be like, um, let me pull up Tao's chart, T-A-O. Um, let me pull that up so you can kind of like get an idea of what I would do with this. So the, you have to like think of the mental model of like how are you going to play these things. Um, one second, let me go to my trading view. So I have Tau. So all that matters, remember I said, like all that matters in crypto trading is FIP extensions and tracements. Like nothing else really matters. You don't need fucking RSIs and momentum shit. None of that stuff. Why, why does none of that matter? Because like by the time the move is already done, that reflects in things like moving averages and RSIs and all this other bullshit. Like once you've been around long enough, you realize you don't need the RSIs and all that shit to tell you're overbought and oversold. Because like if something runs really quickly to a 10x, well, guess what? It's oversold. Duh. It doesn't require you just look at the fucking RSI chart to realize this. Um, you know, if you're up five to 10x, you're going to oversold territory regardless of what metric you're using. Um, and you can consider unwinding a position if you want to. Um, so all you need is a FIB extensions. And so for Tau, as an example, you can pull up the, um, the chart on, um, so the MEXC chart here. So I'm pulling up the trading view. So, okay, the bottom of Tau was like $29 or something like that. And it had a run to like, a, it had an impulse run to like $395. So the next FIB extensions beyond that were $800, $1,160. And around two thousand bucks, nineteen eighty. Okay, 
um, what is so you go to coin market cap and you say, okay, well, what is Tau's um, market cap now? Well, for starters, it's running kind of hot. It's got like an FDV of fourteen million billion, fourteen billion, which is absurd, and then it has a market cap of four billion. Um, now, does anybody give a shit about this? The market caps and stuff? No, they just want number go up, right? So all that matters at that point is, okay, well, is it rational to hit another Fib extension? So yeah, sure. Like right now, it's at six hundred sixty-four dollars. The next level up is eight hundred and three. The next one after that is twelve hundred. Um, can it keep running past twelve hundred? Yeah, maybe. Like you know, you're you're at eight billion market cap at that point. Everyone thinks AI is the most glorious thing in the universe. I suppose it can go higher. I don't give a shit about going higher. I just say, okay, look, I've got a perpetual with quite a bit of tau exposure, and if it goes up even a little bit. I'm going to be in the green by a lot and um, I can just exit at maybe one or two FIB extensions, right? The other thing too is let's say I'm up one FIB extension on Tau and something else dumps in the meantime, right? I'm watching the charts and stuff and like, oh, look, uh, Solana took a nosedive. All right, well, shit, I can move out of this thing and buy a long position in a thing that's already dumped. So the beautiful thing there is like you don't have to necessarily stay in that exact thing, you know, to the point where you've run it all the way to the top, you say, you know what, eh, that's a pretty good gain. You know, I made, you know, remember these are like three X leverage and stuff, whatever this is. So you're, you're gaining a lot of exposure for very le relatively low risk. And in terms of the collateral you're risking, right? So then you can kind of like play around. Um, in this case for right now, Tau, I had an entry price of nine, $696. It is now showing a mark price of 681 on the platform. And um, I added a little bit more at this level to my long position. So I'm negative 23,000 ox, but I'm adding to the position on the way down. Why do I do that? Because that's just what you do. It's like it's called buying the dip. And basically, you want to get the long position at the lowest price you possibly can get it. Um, and you can actually lower your cost basis of your long position, the same way you do for spot, right? So this is kind of the game. And um, if I have enough collateral, then I would prefer to put even more into Tau at a, you know, like when the price is down versus when I first bought it. So this is kind of how you can like manage this position. Um, the other thing you could do is like, let's say you run up a bit and you get a big impulse move and like, let's say it doubles really quickly. So then you could just basically take a quick short position on it, um, park it there, and then see if like that will hedge your bet. If for a brief period of time you do get a dip, which you almost always do in crypto, then you can close that short position as soon as the you're in the green for a little bit, make a little bit of money, close it, and then let the long position run longer if you want. And that's sort of like indirectly adding to some profits to your thing and like, you know, whatever it's it's a um being able to short something on the way down can be productive especially if you're doing it as a hedge for something you have a long position already in so you're actually taking risk off the table when you short something that you have a long in because then if it dips you make a little bit back but your long position is going to lose some of its value um if you're already in the green on your long position then shorting it is fine because you're not really taking on extra risk you're actually reducing your risk indirectly right um, now you could lose that short, you know, you could end up closing that short in the loss if your coin runs like crazy, but then you have to start managing that position. Since it's a bull market and everything's going to moon, as the title says up top, I'm not taking short positions on anything unless you're retarded right now. Like that makes no sense at all. Like the total three has been consolidated for like, like three, four months now. 
and is basically ready to run on its second impulse of the season. So like, there's no reason to be shorting anything at the moment for any good reason. Um, like you could make a little money here and there shorting stuff, but like, I'm not saying don't ever do it, but the point is like, like, why are you running in like head first into a freight train? Essentially, there's no need to do that. Like it's just a stupid thing. So right now it's just way too easy to make money on um, spot positions or long positions than it is to like try to gamble your way to, you know, gamble your way through this. Um, let's see what else. Um, I'm trying to see what other positions I have on here. One of the positions I had was Solana. Um, oh, and and with Tau, by the way, um, the so the entry price is six hundred ninety six dollars. The mark price is six eighty, which is where we are now. So I'm down at a loss in this particular case. But the liquidation price is down at five hundred twenty eight dollars. It's quite a bit down there. So. You know, are we going to hit that liquidation level? Probably not. Um, um, anyway, so the liquidation price is very reasonable here um, for the moment. So that's the idea. If I wanted to manage that, I could do one of two things. I could add, um, like, I could just add more collateral. So it's like, okay, I don't have enough OX tokens. I can just throw more OX tokens on this because this is a cross-margin platform. All your positions use the same collateral. So all I'd have to do is basically add more OX tokens and voila you know, problem solved. So send a few thousand bucks over and I'm good. Um, so it just depends. Like you want to have a plan for like what happens if you have to cover your, your position. Um, and, um, you, you know, you might need to add some more collateral if that were the case. Um, what else here? So I have a Solana position, um, on here. And this is just because like Solana, some of these tokens are what was available on the Ox.Fund website. So I'm just sort of screwing around. Um, but Solana, for example, if you pull its chart up, like what does it say here? Um, stuff is not rocket science, really straightforward. Like it's just like if you don't know how to do fib extensions and retracements. Hey, like, what about injective? Do you injective? Make like love 10, 10, 10 percent. How's Hawaii doing? Good. Is that Bikram? That's Bikram. Yeah, he's, he's at McLovin today. Mm. As I see the say, injective chart is like 10% pump today and this is why I'm asking and I don't know how I right now. You're at a luau or something, McLevin. Like, is McLevin? Hmm? What do you say, the, sir? You're at a luau in Hawaii. Yes, I'm, I'm in Hawaii right now, actually. I can hear the music. I live in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we'll get to injective in a minute. Um, let's see here. So why did I take a perpetual long position on Solana? Because the um, $123 level is one of the FIB retracements off the all-time high, which is 260 So it peaked above that. It's retesting that and almost certainly going to run just because like BTC ran. Um, odds we're going to hit all-time high for Solana are pretty good. Now, I didn't take a very big position on Solana on the perpetual Y because the market cap is relatively high. And at best, maybe I'll get like, I don't know, a 2x or something on this thing before I feel like closing this position. On the other hand, again, if it passes all-time high, the odds it's going to run past 260 is really high. And so therefore, like, you know, the next few months, I could just let it ride and probably hit like $300, $400 levels um, you know, with, with reasonable certainty, given the performance of Solana so far. So that's kind of where I did what I did with that one. Um, let me see. My liquidation level for Solana is at um, 
oh, I have so little Solana, my liquidation level is like $0 Solana. So basically, I can't be liquidated, long story short. And I can just let the damn thing ride to however long it goes. Um, I'm negative 4,000 um, OX tokens right now on that one because I got in a little bit high. So what, I'm gonna, what am I going to do right now? I'm going to get myself a little bit more of that one. Um, since it's down a little bit, here I go. I'm going to go in there and hit market order. I'm going to get like, let's see, previously I had 10 contracts of Solana. I'm going to add a couple more just to kind of top off the the thing here. Let's see here. Um, let me make sure I do this correctly. Uh, two contracts of, why is it showing me 184% margin ratio? That doesn't make any sense. Give me one second. I got to refresh this damn thing. Sometimes the site gets a little bit wonky. Um, so let's go to Solana again. Um, yeah, injective we can do next. That's on there too. Maybe I'll take one on there too, just for fun. Um, let me look at the chart on that one just a second. Um, so by perp, um, I'm going to get like, I don't know, let's add three contracts to that. Okay. That's fine. Actually, let's do five. I'm going to get a little bit more aggressive here. Um, actually, I'm going to double it. Forget that. <laughs> I'm going to get more. Um, I have plenty of collateral here. Okay, so i got 10 Solana contracts. Um, that equates to um, 34.7 Solana total. Um, so now my entry price average is 133 with a mark price of 131. So I'm only down a couple of bucks. And um, if it starts going into the green, you'll see that to start to mint some OX tokens there. Um, I think, um, okay. Uh, and this is all, of course, like with a fairly high presumption of bullishness, but with a very wide margin of error in that my liquidation price for Solana is down at, oh, now it's down at $6.79. If you think Solana is going to $6.79, um, well, <laughs> that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, but I'm not going to get liquidated here, long story short. Um, so that won't be a problem. I don't have to manage anything. Okay. Um, let's see here. The other one I took was I have a link one on there because link is now at like $20 and 15 cents. When it runs, link is going to run hard. And the reason is because the people selling link right now are chain link themselves. They've been dumping on us a little bit <laughs> for at about $20, $21. And when that selling is done, it's just going to absolutely moon. And the reason is because like when all the newbies show up, the market makers want to sell to them and sell into the selling pressure. Once that selling pressure is gone and they've cleared out their bags, then it's probably going to run to all time high quite fast, just like everything else. So, Link, I have a, I added a perpetual here on top of my spot bags just for fun, and I didn't get too much of it. It's like twelve hundred Link worth, which which is a fair amount of like if you had to go buy Link like normally, that cost you quite a bit of money. Um, but here in this case, like I'm just getting the notional value of Link, and um, like claiming it knocks tokens or whatever. All right. Uh, he wanted to know about injective. Let's see what injectives look like. So that's INJ USDT. And I kind of like went through a lot of the major coins and stuff and already did FIB extensions and all that on them like I do in everything. And that way I've always had like, you know, I can just flip to it really quickly and go, wait, where am I? Injective looks really good here because it's at a all-time high break sort of area. Um, I think it's all time high was like 47. It's now like 45. So I'm going to add one here for that too. So I'm going to go on to ox.fun. We're going to go to the injective USD perp. 
which on this platform is trading at like 45 index price and the mark price is 46. Okay. So I'm going to get a perp of injective. Let's see how much am I going to get? Um, not too much. I'm not going to go crazy here. So 100 contracts to start with. I'm going to get a small long position on that. Okay. And um, let's see, did it show up? Yeah. So that's like 175 worth of inject, 175 injective tokens worth entry price of $46.49. And then, oops, I'm already down minus 1400 ox <laughs> because it moved right after I bought it. But it'll be fine. Like it's basically at a breakout level um, from its previous high, which is a great sort of possibility zone with the way the rest of the market's looking. And if it dips here, no problem. I got a tiny position anyway. All I have to do is like just add to my long position on the way down, right? I'm not going to try to short it here because that's like against my thesis for the overall macro situation here. I think most likely the entire altcoin space is going to pump now. So I don't want to try to short it here. I'm going to only add more to the long if it drops. That's what I'm going to do here. So it had a support level around 32 bucks. Could it drop there? Sure, why not? Whatever. Um, I'll add to some then at that point if needed. The 200-day moving average for Tau is around, I'm sorry, injective is $21. So if it hits that, then I'll go all in probably. In a bull market, the 200-day moving average is not a bad place to sort of, you know, go in heavier um, with your bags. So that's a consideration. All right. So very nice. Um, so there's injective. And it's levels, by the way. The next FIB level up right now, injective is $45, $46. And the next level up is 60 after that's 91, and after that's 173. I don't have any spot injective at this moment. Like, I just don't own any. Um, I thought the lowest risk bag in all of crypto at this moment was, um, like, one of the lowest risk bags was Chainlink, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to just move a lot of stuff to that. I didn't wasn't interested in waiting around. Um, and I bought a fuck ton more Chainlink as of this morning as well, even at 1920 bucks, because I think we're about to just completely launch. So I'm perfectly happy with that. So um, in this case, like $59 for injective, then 91, then 173. So what am I going to do with it? So I just bought a perpetual contract. What I'm going to do is um, I thought for sure, like its breakout level for its all-time high last year was $25. So it's not, it's doing fine. I think injective will easily run to like the $173 level. Um, in this bull market if not higher and therefore like i'm going to exit this perpetual though long before that i'm not trying to hit a top or some shit this is not how you work perpetuals you're trying to just get the meat of the move the main you know the, like you want to grab it when it's just about to pump and then like and then and then sell it when you can in the green so in this case like i would probably get rid of my injective at a doubling at about 93 dollars 92.54 is the fifth extension. So as it gets closer to that, I'll look at potentially selling it there. Um, maybe I'll let it run a little higher, or maybe like I'll close that position, wait till it pumps, giga pumps, and then short it at the top. So, or short it after it gets another fib level up and then hits a resistance. So I would say injective, it hits 171, it's most definitely gonna pull back, almost certainly. Why? Because the next fib level above, that's 570. At $570 injective, that shit's at crazy market cap levels. And you know it's not going to get there so easily. It has to consolidate somewhere. So I think between 91 and 171 would be the guesstimation zone for like consolidation for injective. And therefore, it's not a bad place to kind of like trade it or short it or, you know, fuck around basically. Um, funny story, by the way, the people at work gave me a token, uh, uh, a, uh, 
they gave me a keychain and they in- engraved fuck around and find out on it because i like that saying so much it's kind of funny <laughs> they all were laughing anyway um i say that to patients and stuff too so they, they think it's hilarious that <laughs> so anyway um but yeah so so oxy.fun is kind of cool but i think the overall market looks really beautiful um a, a variety of coins that haven't quite moved yet are at little resistance zones i think you're gonna you're gonna blast past some of these pretty easily and um i think everything's gonna moon and the reason for that is because btc is like 62k it's basically making its run for all-time high which is essentially a magnet odds of hitting all-time high with btc is like practically 100 percent. the question is when like the, it's not a question of will it go there anymore it's a question of like pretty much certainty it's a matter of when now so that being the case usually that serves as a magnet what that means is is that like once the it becomes appearing to be inevitable there is a tendency that everyone's like fuck it i'm j- jumping in before it gets to like i can at least make 69k and i can exit if i wanted to so you're going to get those people and then you're going to get the people that are like ooh. It made it to all-time high. This is confirmation that it's like bull markets in, in line. I'm going to buy at the top. So there'll be people that do that as well. And that happened last season. I bought at the top last season. I bought 20K BTC and ran it up quite a bit in my trading bag. Um, so you're going to get that behavior, and I think BTC is going to run. And so all coins right now are the obvious high ROI bet. Um, on Ox.Fun, I'm just fucking around with some perpetuals and playing around, just like having entertaining myself. Because Bruce gave me a thousand bucks and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn it into a million bucks. He he said, like, I've got to take that and take thirty percent and donate thirty percent to charity at least. I'm like, all right, fine. If I make a million bucks off this thing, I'm gonna donate to charity and we'll see how it goes. But we're gonna see if my thousand dollars worth of ox token, that was hundred thousand tokens. Let's see if I can make it to like, I don't know, over a million or something. I'm sorry, not a million, over ten million, and let's see if I can get it to like um if because ox token itself could moon a 10 or 100x or something so maybe if it if 10x is and i make um 100x then that's a thousand x and off we go right so it is possible to make a million off this thing if i if i get play my cards right and we're going to see how fucked up i am so i'm sort of degen here but i'm not super degen i'm fairly conservative it's just my timing is good because i know what the fibs look like and i have a feeling for like the stage of the market we're in that's all like you don't do this at the bull market top or some shit like you won't catch me dead doing this stuff. I, I haven't even played with perpetuals before. I'm having, enjoying playing with them. But like, I don't recommend just arbitrarily gamble your money and shit. Like, you should, like, I literally have free money that Bruce gave me to play this thing. So, like, don't go in, like, um, uh, like, yeah, practice. It's a good practice, though, using a little bit of money and just trading and having fun on here because um the good thing about doing that is like you can learn a lot about you know leverage you can learn about how you know collateral positions are managed how your token's going to behave you know do your theses come out correctly are you actually doing this right or what you can learn quite a bit just by the act of doing it i think and it's worth playing around so so have enjoy playing it it's called ox.fun because you're not supposed to go and lose all your money there you're supposed to have fun there like you do in Vegas. Don't go and like, oh, I took my million dollars there. Sefi said Ox was going to go to a billion dollars and now he lost a Like every season this happens. Someone like loses all their money and they come and blame me. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to stomp on your grave if you come do that, by the way. Blame yeah. yourself. <laughs> so Bruce had something to say. What's up? So I'm checking right now. I just deposited um, like 50,000 Ox on your on your vault and by the way you're the first place right now so 
perhaps I'm gonna just like put all my, my first ex. place yet. Where, where does yeah. it show the places? Let's see. Below, below the where is it? The copy trading thing. Yeah, you're. But I only, you're the, but I only opened right now, right? Like so. I don't know, I but but I if you sort it down by ROI, you're oh, in the leaderboard right now. Leaderboard. Yeah, no, no, not leaderboard. Like in the copy trading, mm -hmm. when when you click the copy trading link. Below, okay. you will find that it says master traders. Yes, master. I see that. And then you click on ROI. So you click on the arrows and you select the one that it's like uh, going down. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. I'm kicking ass. I'm at 75%. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But, you know, I've been doing this for a week. I whipped all these guys. The fuck? Hoddle <laughs> X and Oxygen. That's that, called the, the fucking. I, I blew Ryan line away. He was he's the one teaching me how to do the platform. Nice. <laughs> the, the the thing here is so that funny. I I put some money into your vault. Where is it? And it's just like ten thousand ox. So I don't know. What okay. The we'll play and I, see. I, yeah, I put fifty thousand. So I don't know this, what that. This will be the community fun space. You tell me if you see any trades that look good. Because I'm not paying attention to this 24/7, so it's like <laughs> if you see something interesting. Okay, uh, I see. I see an open order in my history for mm -hmm. uh, FET. Is that right? Not filled yet. Yeah, the the one not filled is the short position at five dollars. Oh, okay. And now I have my open positions here. So FET, Dosh, um, yeah. Objective. Um, and the reason sold. I have that is I have a good feeling that like there is a chance that you're going to get a dip off the five dollars. So what's going to happen is I'm going to leave the long position open because I think $10 is my target for now. And I'm going to leave the short position that's going to open up as soon as it hits 5 bucks. What's going to happen is it's going to dip almost assuredly because there's a fib level there. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to close that short position as soon as I make a, a half-decent amount of money off it and just close it. It's not meant to do anything but that, right? It's just meant to like, take advantage of the bounces that happen when fib levels get hit. Um, so on log charts, these fib levels usually have bounces off them. Like you rarely go straight through without a bounce down. So if I'm paying attention and you get a you know a little profit on the short, you can close it out quickly. Does that make sense? So you can you can do that now. Like you can I could go through and like put short positions limit orders on all of these coins that I have at all of their um, fib extension levels if I want to. Um, I just haven't gone in and done all that shit yet. Like, but you can do that. But can you check real quick, like how much assets under management you have? Because I put fifty thousand ox, and I just see like yeah, 10, it says now it says ten thousand. Now it shows AUM ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah. What what the fuck? Because you put fifty in, but it shows only ten. Yeah. Let mm, me ask Bruce Bruce about it. it. Oh, you know what might be the case? It might be because I don't actually have all of the like. Maybe it only counts the stuff that is in contracts, right? Because I'm only 25% invested right now, right? Um, I'm, I'm doing this in a way that it's very hard to lose money because, like, the, the, the concept is I, I don't want to be liquidated. It's not that I can't lose money. I don't want to be liquidated. So that's why it's set up that way. So, okay, for, so, so, so for example, like if, I, if I go to my portfolio, like, what, it'll, what it says on mine is, it shows that like I'm only at like 28.8% margin ratio. Overall, I'm at 11.7x leverage compared to what like 
you know, my collateral balance or whatever. So maybe that's why it's doing that. I don't know. Maybe. Mm, let me ask Bruce anyways. I would think your collateral is also. Oh, okay. 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 So Ryan Lyon just pinged me and said, you don't enter the vault until the next day. Is he listening to this space? Oh, I yeah. He's, he's right there. He's right there. Where, so, where is he? Where, where is he? Oh, he's coming, he's Okay, the Ryan Lion. Ryan. Before he before he says something, Bruce, did you have a comment? Like, what's up, Ryan? Seth is kicking your ass. Oh, I just wanted to tell you about uh, a new AI coin. Oh, Note, what is it? Note.ai. So it's basically ten. And, and a little spell, spell that. Spell that. So the the homepage is notetech.ai. The ticker is GPU. It just launched uh, a couple of days ago, a week ago or something. So it's basically uh, oh, a very, no, very N-O-D-E, advanced. N-O-D-E-A-I, yeah. Node AI, okay. Yeah. So it's basically uh, 10,000 GPUs do, trained with 42,000 models doing, um, doing deep, deep anal- analytics on whatever asset you want wants it to analyze it uh, so it's has got like a, 10... it's got a 20 mil fdb with that 1.7 mil trading volume so far yeah so interesting okay and where do you this is an eth contract or something or what where do you get this yeah you you can buy it on uniswap uniswap okay hmm. it's it's anyway uh ryan was going to say something about the oxdot fund what's up ryan Hello, sirs. I, I just um, I just heard my just chatting there saying that you couldn't see anything in your vault. Um, and I was just going to say, like, uh, when you deposit into someone's vault, it doesn't go active until the next day. So it'd be like, oh, it'd be like 24 hours until, oh, okay. uh, Midas, until Midas gets positions in your vault. Oh, interesting. So it's like a, every 24 hours it does a thing. Yeah, you um, so just missed it because it was like 20 minutes ago. So if you, you did it in the last 20 minutes, you just missed the, the cutoff. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the... So... Um, yeah, so so far, I'm doing pretty good on ROI. So after you got me into this, like my biggest like winner here so far is my fetch um, position or whatever. Uh, so moving along pretty good. So like I started out with, so Bruce had me start with a hundred thousand ox tokens and I made it to like 350,000 worth now. How long have I had this open a week or something? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. It was like maybe even less than that last weekend or something, maybe. Um, but it's going well and I have it like, so yeah, I'm at 377,000 ox at the moment. My Dogecoin went up my vet my link my i just opened injective solana and tau to like lately those are down a little bit and i think those would be fine and then i got a little bit of like an ox perp also for some reason i don't know why i did that um but yeah it's uh that's the plan right there, right now yeah you're flying um the rois that are showing on there are just on the last like I think the last like 24 hours, uh, this last 48 hours, maybe something like that. So, mm. uh, yeah, you're absolutely flying. You're, you're playing a different game to me. I'm, uh, I'm trading like 2x leverage. I think you're about 10x. So I'm at, um, I'm at 11x at the moment. Um, but also, like the ox value went up while we we're monkeying around, right? So that was part of the thing. That was absolutely um, beautiful. 
So that helps a lot. But I think the flywheel effect here is on purpose platforms is it does make sense that the ox coin is going to go up in value quite a bit. And the reason is the like to play on the platform, that's what you need to use. You're not you're using it as both the collateral and the money on the platform, essentially. There's no none of the other tokens exist on this platform, basically. So like so there's no great reason to leave here unless you were to somehow wanting to like you know sell the ox tokens at some point or whatever but for now like i don't even know if you can sell it can you like it's not even possible maybe is it you can you can sell it on uniswap you have to oh, do that like withdraw and then swap them yeah yeah okay but it does it is possible though there's a liquidity pool for the v2 or whatever coin yeah it's some weird it's a bit weird actually so it's like there's a pool that swaps ox2 to ox1 and then there's liquidity for x ox1 at the minute so mm, okay. a bit weird. This is it. It's an expensive swap. Um, it's like 60, 60, 70, 80 bucks, something like that in Ethereum, because you're going through like two, two or three pools. Yeah. No, but I do think like this is this is the time to sort of easily make money in crypto at the moment. We've had basically only one impulse move off to of total three in which is the non-ETH, non-Bitcoin coins. Um, the vast majority of that those moves were AI coins and Solana. Like that was a big bulk of the market cap of the movement. Um, some of it was some of, you know, everything moved somewhat like Chainlink and everything else. But really the, the heavy growth is still way ahead of us still for the altcoin space. And I think uh, uh, like just now, like Doge started to move, Litecoin started to move. Um, Coinbase, like we were talking about, the the app downloads have increased, so it does look like we are headed into sort of like you know the the most fun part of the season, and the sort of like the next major impulsive move for all these coins is going to take you up a lot of movement. Like so, for example, if you have something like I don't know, like let's say for example a chain link, it wouldn't surprise you for it to go back to all time high. If everything else, like AI coins and every other bullshit coin is going to all-time high, it's like almost a guarantee at that point. So to get to like all-time high is not that difficult for a legit project. Um, so that's a fairly reasonable gamble for most of these. Um, past that, I think is highly likely as well, just given that BTC is just raging um, beast with all the, 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 the ETF stuff going on and everything. Microcap things, though, remember, like these things will run like one, two, three, four, like five fib extensions at a time. Like they're they're no joke. When you go into like the major part of the S curve, like this is the moment you don't want to fuck up. Basically, like people should not be fumbling their bags. You should own whatever you own. If you don't get as much money as somebody else, who gives a shit? Like maybe somebody else runs ten x and you run five. That's just how life goes. Nobody fucking cares. Like, but what you should not do is jump around chasing shit. Because by the time you notice someone else's bag has moved, it's already gone up maybe, you know, 2x. So maybe that only has like a 5x left in the tank, even if it's going to pull a 10x. On the other hand, your coin may not have moved, but it may still have a 5x left and you haven't actually had any difference in that. You know, you're not making any different money if you had just stayed where the fuck you are. So if you miss something, you just, you missed it and that's just life. I think that's, you have to like, you know, keep that in mind. But outside of that, it's like... um just don't fumble the bags, like leave everything alone. 
it's like literally anything. I, I bought literal do, liter, Litecoin today. Like, you know, like, like this morning, I'm like, hmm, I have a bunch of money that just came into my possession. I'm going to buy some Litecoin. Why did I do that? Because it's like super low risk. I didn't want to take any. I have a lot of risk already in crypto. I'm like, I don't really want to risk anything. It's at the bottom of its price curve. I'll just add to my Litecoin position here and ride it up. So if it does like a four or five X, fine, great. That's that's enough for me. I don't care if it 10 X is whatever. I just wanted to park some money somewhere. So you can think like that for a while and just say, wait a minute, like I don't have to risk that much. You decide based on the market cap, where it is in the chart, like how much you're willing to draw down. And um, if you're willing to, you don't, you don't mind big drawdowns. Like you're fine with fucking 70% drops or whatever. Like you can do whatever you want. You can just park any amount of money anywhere you want. But if you have fractions of your money that you don't want very much drawdown, like 20, 30% as much as you want to like mess with, because you might need that cash or something, then go to something that hasn't moved yet at all. And, or just hasn't broken out. Like a perfect example of something that hasn't broken out yet is Adam's getting very close. Like it's the, it's $11.70. It's the third attempt on the, on the daily chart to try to break out of the $12.30 level. The odds that it breaks out here are fairly high. Now I said that before, last time it double tipped, but like now it's even higher because the 200 day moving average is an upswing, 50 day moving average is in positive territory. Everything is green. And like literally every coin on the planet's moving. So, and Coinbase downloads and everything else are going up. So you're just going to get bids now of retards coming in, just buying everything. Um, and they're not going to look at charts. They're not going to have any idea what they're looking at. They're just going to say, hmm, what hasn't moved yet? Or, hey, what's moving already? And they're just, everything just starts catching a bid. So. Best part is retards always make money too. Yeah, the retards do make money. Well, the people that are coming in now, are not that retarded because rea reality is is that like BTC ran. I mean, I'm retarded. BT but BTC ran, but all still have a lot of room, um, especially if like it's what's dumb now is probably to go buy yourself some Solana now. Like why? Because like, okay, so what? It has a 5X in it. Like, you know, big deal, right? Like, you, like it's much more straightforward to get the mid cap types of things. Um you know, small cap and mid cap. But the problem is the average new person doesn't know what to get. They tend to get the stuff in the top 100 because they figured that's like maybe their blue chip status or something like that. And they tend to get things that are commonly available on the various apps, right? So they don't they don't tend to go deep off into Mexi or some shit or Trade Ogre. This is not who we're talking about. Um, those coins that are on things like Trade Ogre, Mexi, and whatnot, especially on the smaller exchanges, what's going to happen is when those will pump is when all of the crypto native people feel really rich with their tokens. So take Kujira, for example, it's on MEXC. Um, what's going to happen is if like ETH runs and Link runs and every, just everything runs and Kujira hasn't run yet, well, perfect. People are going to say, hmm, where can I get more money? I'm going to sell this thing. I'm going to rotate into something else. And they're going to go, oh, look, Kujira didn't run. I'm going to go buy that. And so when you're on the fringe exchanges like MEXC and stuff, what happens is, is that you're really talking about people that know what they're doing already or like natively are used to Mexi for some reason. But then total newbie, like in America or whatever, they're definitely not going out and buying. Um, they're not going to Mexi as their first exchange and figuring out how to use a VPN and all that shit, right? So anything that is on the far end of the risk curve has more upside, but also the stuff that's hard to access um, is good for a couple of reasons. One is the stuff that's hard to access typically has more hodlers people who are willing to like die hard, hold that shit until they die. Um, that's the plus side. The minus side is um, that less people may know about the thing and may not 
you know, it may or may not pump as much as you think. So that's a double-edged sword um, in that sense. Like look at Kujera, for example, it ran up to like 550 from like, I don't know, a dollar or 30 cents, whatever it was, it was like really cheap. And then it pulled back to like two fifty, three dollars, and then it and then it kind of stabilized, right? Like people bid up the the price at the bottom, created a floor. Um, so there's a tendency for diehard people to enjoy that. Um, Kajira in particular, by the way, I think is a good one because it hasn't run up much yet. And the plus side is that perpetuals and all that are going to come out. It's going to be very similar to Oxdot Fun and you know, it's going to make more utility for the Kajira token. And when that happens, people are going to like, you know, the TVLs and everything will skyrocket. Perpetuals are really popular. They're really fun. And people, it's like, if anything, crypto has a purpose. It's called entertainment. And people like to entertain themselves with perpetuals and all this shit. DYDX was popular. Any Anything that opened to perpetuals, Levana is popular. These things like uh, generate revenue and people show up. So I think like you definitely have some good... Um, capable things there. Also, when the market's really hot um, and we're in a bull, absolute bull market, you're going to want to know where to short some things potentially, right? Like there's going to be people that are like, oh, you know what? I made money on the way up, but you know what? I'm going to find some perpetuals to short on the way down. And so people start to gamble with a little bit of their assets. So um, that can be good for platforms like Kajira and Levana, places that have perpetuals. Ox.fun, stuff like that. Um, anyway, and there's a lot of those kind of places now. So it's not like you have no options. But um, it's good to be able to kind of like, um, it, it's not a bad idea to sort of gamble on the way down a little bit um, or just basically take hedging positions that are long. So it's like, if, like let, I'll give you an example. Let's say I'm super, super bullish on Chainlink. So it's like, oh, you know, Chainlink's now at $140, but I think it's going to go to $250 because I'm a retard. Um, instead of just selling at 140 when I'm making like a seven X or whatever, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta run this fucker to the top. Right. Like, you know, so what you can do is like, let's say on ox.fun or whatever, you can take a perpetual short position and then you can say, I'm going to mitigate some of my risks by saying at 140 bucks, I don't really want to sell my tokens cause I don't want to pay the taxes or whatever, but I want to take like 10% or 5% or something, not even that, maybe 1% and take a 10 X leverage on it and put a short position in. And that way, if it dips, you can just close it right after you've made like, you know, you know, make a quick buck, close it. And that's like some profit you've taken off the top. And you haven't even caused your token price to fall because perpetuals don't affect the, the original price of the coin. So you're, it's not like really short. It's not like the true shorting of the coins. You don't even feel bad, basically. So that's kind of like the nice thing about perpetuals is they don't they don't damage the original market in terms of the chart and stuff. And you can still like manage risk and stuff like that so anyway but like if kuji levana whatever um ox.fun it's i think it's good to have some of these and understand them long before you have to use them because you like if you're trying to use this shit last minute forget about it you're gonna you know, you're gonna get wrecked something's bad's gonna happen so um yeah you, you want to like learn some technique understand some fib levels fib extensions retracements and everyone trades off this stuff because there's no other real metric to trade off of um and you can play Except I got a question, actually. Shoot, go ahead. So what's that uh, grayscale chain link um, stocking that ran up to like 125? What's the difference between that and chain link itself? So grayscale coins, uh, like grayscale Bitcoin trust, grayscale link trust, these are not ETFs. They are not backed by the value of the coin. So what they do is they put a certain amount of link tokens in a trust. 
And then they open the trust up on that day. And that trust will be valued at the value of the link that they have at that moment. After that, it just trades however it wants to trade. So right now, and that's called the NAV or the, um, what is it called? The, the normal average price. I forget what NAV stands for, but it's something average. It's the, the actual, oh, the notional actual value or something like that, NAV. Anyway, the point is like right now, Grayscale's link trust stock in the stock market is trading five times what actual link it actually has in the trust, if that makes sense. So historically, Grayscale coins have been a leverage bet on Bitcoin, leverage bet on link or whatever. So if you're bullish on link and you bought the, at the very bottom, then you can actually get substantially higher gains because a bunch of morons go and buy that thing and pump the shit to high heaven. Um, you know, it, it, does that mean that link is also going to pump 5x from here because of the, the that? Not necessarily. Um, it, there's, there's no guarantee of that. So, But no, would I go and buy the, the Grayscale Link Trust now? I wouldn't. Now you could go do it and maybe it pumps to high heaven. And so you might, you might do well. So don't get me like, I don't know if it's going to go up or down, but it's way overvalued for what it is. Like from a chain link perspective, it's way easier to buy the actual coin right now. It's a cheaper way to go. Um, so eventually ETFs could emerge for something like chain link. And if that happens, that can pump the price of link a lot. The difference on a, on an ETF is like, let's say for example, the, 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 Bitcoin trust that Fidelity has or the Bitcoin, um, the Bitcoin ETF that, uh, what's it called? BlackRock has. The difference there is, let's say a bunch of people buy the Bitcoin ETF on Friday. Um, you know, the, the company, BlackRock or whoever, they have to go acquire more Bitcoin on Monday to back up their reserves. That makes sense. So if they, if they don't have enough reserves, they've got to go buy some more. That's what the law says for ETFs. You have to actually own the underlying asset in your ETF. You can't just have like a, it's not like the grayscale things. The grayscale thing is pretty goofy. It's like kind of a weird like way to get exposure to things in the stock market. And it's a weird, it's a, basically a leverage bet on whatever you're, you're buying because it tends to go up a lot more than the actual asset. But you know what? I wouldn't even do that. If you wanted to leverage bet on link right now, Oh my God, like it's so much easier to go on an exchange somewhere and take a 5X leverage bet like on Ox.Fun than just take a leverage position, it, you know, against Link at the current spot price because you could still go up 5X in Link, but at least then, you know, you have a leverage position at the appropriate price. The grayscale thing, man, a lot of people buy that grayscale shit and get wrecked, by the way. Um, a lot of people with grayscale Bitcoin got wrecked bad. So I would be careful about doing that unless you know what you're doing, but it, but ignore it as far as like Twitter is concerned. Like, like whatever, it's, it doesn't help anything. Hey Donna, what's up? Uh, hi. What are you doing? Um, I'm a single mom. <clears throat> um. Okay. I am also single. Yeah, McLovin, meet Donna. He lives in Hawaii. Hi, McLovin. Hey. My name is Donna Goldberg. Um, two kids. Hi, my name is McLovin, and <laughs> that's my only name. Uh, where are you from? You can see uh, my biography is Hawaii. It's from Hawaii. <laughs> are you Australian? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, McLovin, say yes. something like, say something in like your fabulous Australian accent, if you would. 
No, no, no. Like maybe you're from Hawaii. Like maybe say aloha, but say oh. Aloha. You have a really heavy aloha, accent, Australian accent. Um. Well, so are you in East Denver? No, this fool is at a luau in Hawaii. I was about to go to East Denver. I was all excited. And then my stupid ex-husband got a hernia last minute and had to go to the emergency room and he couldn't watch the kids. So now I'm stuck at home. I have like 4,000 stickers with my face on it that I was going to hand out and I don't know what to do with them. Oh, what were you going to do at East Denver? Like, what's, you were going to hand out your stickers and, like, what? They have my grass rough coat on them. So, I, and I've been making friends on the internet, like, since I joined, you know. What's a what's a grass rough coat? Like, what does that do? Grass? Um, yeah. You haven't heard of grass? I don't know shit. Like, you got to tell me. Like, what is that? Jeez Louise. It's the... Should I be, should I be like, downloading this thing or what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, what does it do? Um it's it's uh taking basically you sell your unused bandwidth and it you get grass points. Um and it's just for AI research. Um it's really cool. They have like an open source model. Um it's like Hey McDonald's. Hey Donna, are you available in OnlyFans? Oh no. No, she's. This is some what kind happened? of AI referral code. She's not an OnlyFans. Hello. But, yeah. Yeah, Donnie, I can hear you. Go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. You there? Yeah, we can hear you. I think there was an emergency. Sorry. Oh, you had a phone problem. <sighs> My kids are really annoying. For some um, reason, McLovin thinks you're shilling yeah. some sort of like OnlyFans. Like referral code, which I'm, is not what you, which is not what this is, right? She's what not. What? No, she's That's got this AI thing she's got going on. Yeah. I'm posting. If, if you are available in OnlyFans, I will definitely subscribe you. It's your loss. Aw, thank you. Yeah, he's all. You know what happened with my ex-husband? He divorced me because he drained my son's college fund to buy world of women nfts and then he fell in love with them um and he just forgot all about old donna um did he did he fall in love with the actual like nft profile picture or with the like the chick behind it grass did save me you can use my ref code um i just posted it on my twitter account um yeah it's free to sign up you do get money they pay you you don't do anything um, and and uh, I get money if you use my ref code, and then you'll get money. And so it's like, does that mean like this our kids like... are going to have so many grass points? So is this Foster like Esther and Randy are going to have so many? So Don, does this mean that like they so can now go to college or what? Abundance. <clears throat> so like they'll be able to go to college like everybody else. <laughs> Can you hear me, Donna? Um, yeah. Well, okay. um, um, how do I how do I send a tweet? Can I share, I it? Can I share a post? I th- Donna, 
think you can't hear me. You might have to drop off. Come back. Can you hear Seppi, Donna? He's talking to you. Really? I can't hear. Donna, please come back. What? I'm yeah, right here. Seppi was asking you a question. You can't hear him? No. <laughs> you might have to leave and come back in order to hear him. Hey. It's not, I'm not, I'm not joking. Not like That's what like, my ex-husband said. He was like, you might have to leave. No, what I mean is like drop <laughs> down come from back the, and then you lock like, the door. Like drop down from the stage and then like get out of the chat room and then come right back and then request to speak again and we'll, he'll let you back up and then you'll probably be able to hear him. It's a bug. You're not gonna, you're not gonna let me back up. Uh, okay. Well, I mean. I, I will. I will. Can you hear me? Okay. Donna. I've trusted you. Okay. I think she cannot hear either. She can't hear the co-host either, huh? You can't hear. Can you hear Midas, yeah. Donna? Oh no, she looks like she she's actually she crying. Left. She, she drops. She's. Uh, yeah, Donna's voice sounds like um, Ali. Ah, okay. Aww. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Nice. There we go. Aww. No, I was going to say, like, if, if we do your ref code and all that shit, right? Like, do your kids go to college at that point or what? Yeah. Um. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. So my ex-husband drained my son's 529 account. There's really nothing in there Um. besides my grass points. Um. But, I mean, I, they, they might get some kind of scholarship. I mean, I'm expecting to be very rich off of grass, but, um, you know, like I do have legacy at DeVry University. Um, so they're definitely, you know, they're kind of set to be honest. Um, so does it act like a VPN? Like is somebody using your band? You said your bandwidth, like your internet. Yeah. Wait, sorry. You're cutting out again. Like for this grass thing, you said that the uh, that that it acts like or it takes your bandwidth and and it gives you grass points. Is um, that like a VPN then, or how does it work? No, you can't you can't use a VPN with it. But um, basically, it's just all of your unused kind of bandwidth. Like when um, you're, you're you really only use like four percent of it, um, and a lot of companies like historically um just like trick you in terms like terms and conditions fine print to kind of like take it um like big data companies and so grass is like the first to kind of just you know be transparent and compensate you for it um and like be very transparent about what we're doing with it so okay interesting so are you getting rich in crypto right now and anything else besides not um, going to denver well, yeah, geez, I was I was supposed to be in Denver. Um, I don't know. I've ugh, my kids. So you, are like, but the whole reason you were going there is to steal your stickers, or what? Like, yeah, I printed stickers with my um my ref link on them. Here, I'll tweet a picture. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um. Why why aren't you in Denver? Um I don't know, I had work to do. Yeah. Do you have any kids? I do, yeah. What kind? So if you fix that domain for me. What's up, McLovin? 
I said fix fix her for me. You know, she's a single. I think. Oh, Donna, uh, McLovin wants to meet up with you at some point. That's cool. Where do you live? It's Hawaii. I'm from Hawaii. You need to check my biography, you know, my profile. I also share my ID. He's got a pretty deep Hawaiian accent, but other than that, like, he's cool. I thought you sound Australian. Um, wow. I don't know. He sounds pretty Indian to me. I've been in Omaha for a while. No, I'm not Indian. Morty, Morty, he, he's, he's Hawaiian. Yeah, yes. true, true. Here, look at, my, look, at my, look at my most recent tweet. Um, the, I mean, it's kind of a blessing because I actually forgot to mention grass um, in my stickers. Um, so I guess people really wouldn't know what I meant by that. But <clears throat> hmm, okay. Yeah, people can check it out. Enjoy. We're at that part of the crypto market now. Beautiful. Do you guys trade um, USTC? Trade USTC? Like how? What do you mean? USDC. USDC. Um, yeah. Trade it for what? Like what do you mean? Mm, like arbitrage. Oh, no. Like one time up here told me to send him some USDC. I sent him some. He didn't give it back. That's pretty much the end of that. I sent some UST, USTC back. UST, yeah, one that was one. not a good trade. Yes, yeah, once and when she said that, it actually once, gave me flashbacks. I was like, "Holy shit, no!" Once Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi DM me, and she <laughs> wanted five years DC for her nude, you know, Nancy Pelosi. Jesus, Nancy, Nancy you know, Pelosi, going on neighbors. Nancy does all sorts of weird stuff, man. Oh, okay. Like what? Bro, look at Shiba Nu. Shiba Nu? Who is she? Shiba Nu in you. Ah, <laughs> Shiba Nu? Oh, that's was... a beautiful girl name if I had a daughter. I was just talking about the crypto. That Nancy's the greatest like trader of all time. That's who she is. Wait, where is Nancy? Winning. Probably making it somewhere winning. Somewhere. Um, I think she made like $2 million on this NVIDIA trade, right, Sefi? Have you seen that one? I don't know. I'm not sure. I wasn't paying attention, but I'm sure she did. Yeah, she just she just made it like it was like two months, so she just made two mil. Nice. Wow, that's good. Hmm. Legend, dude. So I got a question, Sethi. So do meme coins usually run first, then important shit runs next? No, meme coins usually like mm, run relatively now, typically. <laughs> um, but at this point, like I think everything goes up. There's not really a doesn't matter what it is. Like as as each thing starts popping off, then everyone feels rich and they feel like they can buy more shit and they get FOMO because they're like, "Ooh, I didn't buy enough or whatever," and then they start. They start, they start, they start. I I I so got a, get... I got I got an idea. To, you know, create a huge meme coin, you know, the biggest meme coin. That's a great idea. Yes. I'm going to create a meme in each region wise, you know, different region wise, different viral characters. 
like like India, maybe one for like, like Oahu and one for like Maui or what do you mean yes each regions each viral Punjab. character and individual meme unique memes and these <laughs> memes are going to what do you say oh sorry theory of you might be a genius yeah Mc... I mean, mclevin's our own little special genius here it's all good what what's your favorite region to hawaii <laughs> this guy the only thing he knows is hawaii by the way he's born there he never moves there from there at all yes i never goes outside of hawaii i always born in hawaii and <laughs> i always love hawaii and i stay in hawaii i also listen hawaiian music Are you, are you talking about like Hawaii, like or like is there a place in India called Hawaii? <laughs> He's clearly Australian, and you're just lying about being from Hawaii for OPSEC. McLovin got so much fucking riz. It's unreal. Um, you're talking about McLovin and OPSEC into the same sentence. Yo, guys, I just want to show a little bit my new account, the Degen Midas. You can find him on the speaker. Um, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. Um, just follow him if you want to know more about Dijin stuff. This one is going to be just more like a research, more serious account. But my friend Dijin Midas, who is right here, you can follow him and find all the Dijin plays that he's doing. He's a fucking crazy retard. And he's probably going to get wrecked. So just shout outs to him. Very, very nice. <clears throat> I have gingivitis. You have gingivitis? Gingivitis. <laughs> what happened to astropepe mitis? That sounds painful. Astropepe? What happened to, to Where him? Where is he? he? He's drinking martinis in the astroport. Uh, have any of you guys tried um, an enema bag? A what? Enema. What? <laughs> um, Donna, would you recommend one? Um, like today, know. like I'm right now? Change. I'm trying to become a whole new Donna. Um, you know, since my um divorce and stuff, I'm just trying to do a cleanse. Um, but I don't know. I get kind of nervous sometimes. I'm scared. Um, uh, make sure that you have iodine in the uh, solution. Have you done one before? No, I've heard. Oh. Hmm. How do I obtain iodine? I, I know I know one guru. She can teach you, you know, she can remove all your... Chicken. What? Amazon. Chicken. Yeah, you could buy anything on Amazon. Oh. Like, I bought. What are we like, talking about again? I don't know. Like, I buy my guns off Amazon, too. No. I, I'm not allowed to have a gun. 
Carry on. Okay, so where were we now? What are we doing? Um, so yeah, is anybody getting rich doing anything interesting besides, um, uh, besides the grassroots thing? Well, I'm going to yeah. get rich yeah. of the Shark Token launch, the bootstrapping stream swap event. I followed Up's call on Devi, and I'm up 40x in the last two days. So thank you, Up. What's it called? Devi, D-E-V-V-E. It's playing on the ESG narrative for this for this run. It's apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm uh, like personally, personally, I'm not a fan of ESG, but I know it's going to be a strong narrative because uh, and, and they're making connections with some. It's, it's very venture capital backed. And it's only just released recently. Uh, DevX, Devi um, token. It was trading at a dollar twenty-seven there a couple of days ago. It's around, it's around what dollar eighty now to two bucks. Um, but yeah, oh, I just, I just, I, just, I aped into it because I aped into Up's call on Zeph when it was six bucks. So <laughs> you know, this guy knows this stuff. Um, <laughs> is what I'm seeing. So thank you, Up. You're listening, so thank you. Um, but yeah, Dev Devi uh, token, whatever it is, um, yeah, it's worth checking out. It's very VC backed, and you know, there's you know, tokenomics aren't like the not the best, I don't think. But um, I do think the narrative itself has a bit of potential for this bull run. Okay. I was on this Node.ai website. I'm not sure I understand what this thing does. <laughs> kind of funny. No AI. Now, this is Bruce Man's like. So it's um, it's a very advanced analytic tool, AI analytic tool for institutions, basically, to yeah, do analytics. It got like ten thousand analytic features across you think it's forty just million one of these data points. points. Just pumps because of just bull market, or you think it's like legit, like this amazing thing you're gonna want to own forever? Um, so I don't own anything of it right now because I'm broke as fuck. But uh, I think it's legit. I think it's very legit. So the person that pointed or gave me the info, it's, he's an it's only on Uniswap V2 though, right? Uh, I think uh, V3 too. Let me check. Yeah, V3 too. But ninety-one percent of the liquidity is on V2. How much liquidity do they have? I'm not sure, to be honest. Let me see if I can find it. Um, just because, like, I don't know, the website looks kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> looks like it's like uh, someone just made it up and stuff. Let me see. Um, make sure it's not some bullshit thing. It's easy to make a nice website nowadays, obviously. So it's like. Yeah, 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 of course it is. You got to create whatever the hell you want. Um, Shit, Donna, Donna Goldberg left, and I had questions for her. I uh, I met her through Coach Bruce's retweets. Eight hundred and thirty-five thousand. Bruce is like your thing working. Bruce, uh, Coach, turn. Oh, there you are. Bruce, you back. Hello, friends. Ah, there you are. Hello, hello, Coach. Oh. Bruce, by the way, uh, we've been talking about Ox Fund for the past couple hours. Um, I know. I have everyone. a nice. Uh, I have a. I created 
I saw how to create a copy trading thing. So Midas decided to it's stick a, some money in my copy trading thing. It's not just a copy trading vault. It's a it's a trading position docs vault. Hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that's nice. Um so I'm up seventy five percent on here, so I'm beating everybody else for the moment. Nice. And, and your and your uh your your APY is gonna attract more vault depositors and then if you lose, they're gonna be mm. really fucking angry. Yeah, that's awesome. I put a 0.5% commission too, so Midas is actually paying me for this bullshit. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I, think, I was like, hmm, maybe I'll put zero. No, no, let's put 0.5. Let's just have fun. Let's see if see if it works. Um, but yeah, it's like it's interesting. I, I was just make me reach, Sefi. Make me reach. I was pointing out the different like positions and things I was doing on there. Um, it's got a pretty good set of assets so far, Bruce. Are they adding some more stuff? Uh, yeah, so the, the 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 ones that start were like the top 100 or the main ones, um, and then now we're adding more a little bit more obscure stuff. Uh, obscure stuff. So, um, for instance, uh, Kuji and other like some Cosmos chains, and then Mog, and then more silly sort of Uniswap things, like things that we think have cultish power or potential and are pretty viral. Okay. Yeah, like for example, this like right now you have Tau on here. Um, so I'm down on my Tau long position that I took because I like its next fib level is like 850 and it says six something now. So it dipped after I picked it up. So I'm negative 34,000 ox on it. So I'm right now at this moment, I'm going to add some more to nice. that um, to sort of build up that position all the way to the bottom or whatever, like I usually do. Mm. Um, and your Martin Go thing. I'm not really martingaling at this time because I don't really know what I'm doing with the leverage on here. So I'm being a little bit more careful. <laughs> so, um, and it's a relatively strong bullish weekend. So I didn't, I didn't go too conservative. I just sort of took the positions and like, if I'm down for a little while, fine, whatever. So all of the positions I took so far, um, my Doge, Fetch, Link, and Injective are up. I took Injective this just now a little while ago while we were talking, and I took Solana. So I'm just kind of like playing around, and I was talking to everybody about like what I added and how and why and whatever. Um, so I think like the next, I was just pointing out like this weekend and up through this week looks like really popular for all coins now. Everything's about to pop off or is. Um, if you go down the charts, like everything's in the green, like a little bit percentage. So I think everything's going to move. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go nuts a little bit and um, go more aggressive with this thing. Um, so we'll see. And uh, the other interesting thing is like, I was looking more and more at like how the sort of ox tokens used on here. And really like all of the value on this platform is in the ox token. Like there's no, uh, like you don't have any other assets or anything. And the, it's like the You're money the system. The, the, whole, the whole idea in general is that mm -hmm. um, a lot of exchanges in the past just didn't have very good value accrual. In fact, a lot of them were very dilutionary or inflationary, or um, the the trading activity didn't really go back to the core token, right? So yeah, here, I mean, I, I would imagine. Back to in fact, I'd imagine like most places, the core collateral is going to be the things that most people are used to using as collateral, like ETH or something, right? Um, it's not going to be the most volatile asset necessarily. And what's interesting about this is um, your profit loss and everything is in the ox coin but it doesn't calculate necessarily the dollar value of your ox token in your sort of pnl type of thing it's really just looking at the collateral value of it and um the, the token <laughs> value is quite interesting sefi one thing i've noticed is the 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 value of ox is irrelevant to 
like anything to do with like liquidations. So if the price of Vox goes down, like your <coughs> your your um your collateral is unaffected. Really? Like it doesn't change the liquidation price? Correct. It's, it's something to do with like it's like a it's like a flat payout on PL. So like for every dollar of PL you um you get like a hundred ox. So it's like if you see like um you've got like an amount and then like a value and the value is like relative to like the price of ox because it's set at like a hundred <clears throat> it's basically like set at one cent ox. Um Okay. Yeah, it's I, like I can't exactly explain it, but um but yeah, I think like, like value wise, like so so Bruce spent me originally like a hundred thousand ox, and I think it was worth what, Bruce, like maybe a thousand dollars at the time. So my thinking is something like this. If I can get like to the point where I maybe hundred X the the value of ox that I have, and then the dollar value of ox goes up ten X, which is quite feasible, then technically speaking, the one thousand dollars would be worth about like a mill or something, <laughs> if I calculate that. <laughs> Did I calculate that right? Anyway, but the, the point is like, you can do pretty well, given that right now the market cap of Vox is so low, the upside is still sort of, there's a long way to go. And on top of that, most of the assets you're playing around with are also on the upswing now. So it's like, it's harder to fuck things up essentially at this moment, um, this early in the, the platform's like life. So it's kind of fun. But my margin ratio is now up to like 33.5%. I'm at 13.5x leverage right now. So I'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad thing. We'll see how it goes. Means you've got a higher chance of liquidation. But the liquidation levels are pretty low here, though. Like, for example, um, so far, like, for example, um, like Fetch is at $1.70. My liquidation level is $1.14. Or you know, my link um, that I took out. Oh, Link's liquidation is actually a little bit higher, 17.2. So, so the thing is, the thing is like... If Ox drops. The thing is like, yeah, if 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 the market drops, like so if they all drop together, mm. then the... Um, it's cross-collateral, yeah. The, all the liquid... Yeah, because it's cross-collateral, all the liquidation prices will rise together. So, um, so yeah, just... Uh, okay. So if it's looking kind of iffy, then I'll just go and get some ox. Um, and you you said by the way you can get the the version two ox like on Uniswap V two now for sure, or V three or what? Well, I think the best thing I think the best thing to do if you're buying in is to get ox V one and just deposit that, and then it all gets automatically converted. Because if yeah. you try and buy ox two, you're going to do an extra swap um, from ox one to ox two and that's going to cost you more in gas oh i see okay so just go to like mex where i have an account and just sort of get some and add it that all yeah that also works yeah sure okay so yeah like i think the simple thing to do is like i could just like if i want to keep my positions the way they are i can just like double my collateral and be done with it right it's not a big deal easy yeah it's the possible yeah it's just easy to fix that because because i'm not gambling that much here technically right now so um mostly just like experimenting with it having fun and like uh, that's the whole point of it <laughs> fun so that's good but i do think like uh it does make sense that as people pick it up to play on the thing um the the main pressure is the ox token is going to go up in value not so much down especially if 
most people are buying small quantities of it. Like they're buying a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever, and they're just monkeying around, then they don't have a long, strong compulsion to have to go sell it. Um, and because it's a perpetual platform, you don't have to move a lot of money onto there to have a pretty good amount of um, like, you know, notional capital essentially to play with, right? That's kind of cool. Um, like, but uh, are other platforms like this? Like, I think what do IDX and this and that? I haven't used most of these things, but like, do they have, does their token function as a collateral on those or not really? They do use other tokens, collaterals. Do you know? Yeah, I think, I think, I think most of the collateral, uh, most of the platforms use, yeah, use other types of collateral. I think probably like the most similar platform is Hyperliquid. Um, and hyperliquid, you can use like uh, different um, different crypto tokens as collateral. I don't I don't think they even have their own token uh, yet. So I think it's fairly unique in that respect. No, hyperliquid is playing the points game for now. So all the activity on the platform uh, goes back to points, which have some theoretical value. Funnily, even even points are getting traded ahead of time. It's really funny as well. You know, Sefi, these projects that help you, like, uh, like allow you to gain points over a process of about a year, and then maybe they launch at some point, maybe not. And usually when they do launch, they do an airdrop that's tiny, right? Do you remember, like, the stay airdrop, when they airdrop, like, uh, $1 each to people who'd worked for a year or something? <laughs> there's, there's things like that. So it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, we actually have the core token. actually have all the value accrual. Um, it's much, like, much more tangible. Very cool. Um... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure how much longer this like AI token run will go, but it's. I think the retard energy is just arriving to crypto right now. Um. So I think like this stuff will just keep running and whatever. How long does it usually last? Do you think? Oh, a retard zone. The retard energy. Well, yeah. like you can tell because like you know Coinbase app will be number one in the app store and shit like that. So. <laughs> Yeah. So is that your sign to kind of sell and get the fuck out or what? No, it has a lag. There's a lag, yeah. You're talking about like months usually. Do you remember uh, who's speaking? I don't know if you, you Morty, saw the lunk thing. Yeah, Morty. But one, one man in Turkey bought it and then he told everyone else in Turkey over the next like six months. So pretty much when you see the Coinbase app, number one in the app store, let's say in the next, let's say fucking one month, right? When, you, when your is- mother... Or your your close family asks you, then that's when you sell. Also, yeah, I, I, probably probably my favorite metric in the world is when you log onto Twitter and you look at the top of the panel and it says "Women of Web Three Spaces with Carrier Cash." Yep. that's when you dump. We're everything. done, man. Yeah, so pretty much last bull run I was in, uh, twenty twenty. Uh, that's when I bought my Ethereum at one hundred and eighty bucks. I was fucking rich as fuck, but. When I started to see the top is when I started seeing all the famous people tweet about fucking all this crypto crap. I was like, fuck, I need to get the fuck out. Well, it's like there's a lag period, though. So and it also depends. Like, for example, if you the, the problem is this, like by the time you have like corrections and stuff, even in a bull market, you'll have like 30, 40, 50 percent corrections and stuff on different coins. If it's small market cap, easily yeah. 40 to 50 percent corrections. So therefore. You won't know which of those corrections is the last one before the thing just lags, you know, to high, to hell. So there's usually like after a big drop, like let's say for example, um, Bitcoin or Ethereum, whatever. 
some big drop will happen after like a high volume blow off top type behavior. And then, you know, you drop like, I don't know, 40, 50% in like quickly, like within a week or something, you're like, Oh shit, what happened? <laughs> and then, uh, and that means like the shorts are coming out and like, you know, people are pulling out their knives a little bit and then you'll have a dump. And then that dump, when you get a rapid drop like that is definitely a buy, by the way, it's always a buy there. And what you do is you buy that and you wait, you let it dump go 20% up or something like that and you just get rid of it. So you can get a, make an easy buy there. So the, those capitulation events are pretty cool. And then like, but then you know that there's a problem if you don't hit a prior high again, or you're kind of slowing down a bit or whatever. But um, you won't know exactly when it's all over. But I would say like, um, we're really, really early right now. So it's like, I wouldn't worry too much about it. The next six months or so should be very much fine, in my opinion. Like all, maybe through the Christmas, like all the way through the end of the year should be fine. Now, well, how is next year going to look? I have no idea. Like again, if we get if you get recurrent if you get recurrent like corrections, like let's say you frequent like thirty to forty percent corrections, and then you go sideways for a while and consolidate for a long time, and everyone's bored, that's a good thing. Then you can have the bull market keep going and going. Like, and sometimes these things go for years. Like it's possible for that to happen. Like it's like, oh, everyone's just packed up their bags and it's like, oh, it's all over. And then of course it goes sideways and runs again. So um sideways. I was gonna ask, like, for example, let's say let's let's take a look at the S P five hundred. Um, it doesn't go through much bear markets. I mean, the fucking bull markets last for ten years, five years, blah blah blah. Like, why can't crypto go through those same phases as the S P? Is it because it's very immature or what? Yeah, it's just a bunch of small market cap stuff. So everything crashes so aggressively that everyone has to recuperate afterwards and stuff. Um, that, and it's really simple. Like whatever the top is, like a, a cycle one asset, or like a brand new asset, like some of this shit coming out now, like Tau and whatever, right? That stuff has to dump like 90% from the top. Um, so how long does that take to happen? It bleeds over a period of time, usually over a course of what, like maybe a, a year or more. Once that happens, your long moving averages have to flatten out. That shit takes another couple of years. So the thing is like just visually on the chart to get things to look back to like where they're stabilizing and people feel comfortable buying again, that's what happens. So pretty much the bigger the market cap, the lower the drop from the top is going to be. Um, so like something like a, what, like chain link drop, like what, 91%, I think. And the first time, first cycle of Ethereum, it dropped like 95%. But the last cycle for Ethereum, it dropped like, what, 80, I think, or something like that. So, and then I think BTC dropped like 70 or something, or I can't recall anymore. Anyway, but if you go and just like draw the little thing and look how much drawdowns you have, it's really simple. It's like, if you're playing in small market cap shit, like, um, you should expect like a 90% drop from whatever top. What you don't know is where the top is. So you have to start guesstimating a little bit. Say, Wait a minute, like, okay, what market cap might this go to? And if it drops from that to 90% from there, uh, am I going to be okay? And if the answer is you're not going to be okay, because if let's say, let's take an example of a common coin, like on a chain link or some shit, it goes to $100 and you're like, okay, from there it could drop like let's say it can drop next season 80% from the top, which is fair, right? So that's $20. So if you're buying right now, you could be fine because even if it goes to 100 and round trips all the way back to 20, you're not really in the loss. But the higher you go into the bull market, the more likely that if the, the, the price is going to dump lower than the price you bought it, even if you round tripped it. So you want to basically create a situation 
where you're buying so early, i.e. like right fucking now, so that like if you have a, a big crash or whatever, then you're fine. You're, you're, you're even at least and your capital preserved. So what you should not be is mm. going and buying a bunch of shit in like nine months from now. And like one... I don't know, on. man. Like uh, investors have different priorities. Some, some investors like volatility. They like sure. upside. Others like stability. Yeah. Like I, when I see a coin, I like it to get top 20, top 10 first. And then I like to just feel safe and stable. Like it's a sanctuary. That's, that's what I like. I like it to achieve a level of stability so I can trust it, depend on it, rely on it. Um, and so it doesn't make me very angry when it goes down or up. Yep. That's meaningful. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, yeah, besides that, yeah, you can buy it after it 20 X's or hundred X's. That's a good option too. Like just to be sure that you, well, that that's the, that's the general logic of like bear markets. Nobody trusts it when it's going down. Nobody uh, wants to risk it. And then suddenly it goes up like crazy and they get FOMO. Yeah. People want to join the party. Like they see the money, they see everyone getting rich and like, Ooh, how come I'm not rich? And then they go and buy last. But anyway, like right now, I think is kind of the primo time for a lot of coins. Um, where I would say it's definitely a gamble is like the AI shit right now. Like it's run up a lot. And um, when does that excitement die down? Who knows? When do you get a gigantic correction? Who knows? So right now it's like, it's so easy to pick stuff that hasn't run yet. That's my opinion. Like there's no need to kind of, so like a, on Ox.Fun, you know, there's there's an interesting chart for fetch and whatever. And I'm just gambling a little bit of money and having fun. If it goes up, wonderful. But like, I'm not sticking my life savings into fetch right now at this price. The right price to do that was like 40 cents or below, you know, that those kinds of numbers. Like now it's better to just like, so now the difference is the volatility is there, a perpetual where I only have to have a small amount of move, incremental move and make a high amount of money. That makes more sense to me with very, very low risk being taken. So just like gambling on the momentum, but it's clearly gambling, like call it what it is. Like that's all it is. As long as you're doing it for fun, it's fine. But don't go lose a bunch of money on things. It's not like, it's just, this is too easy now to fuck this up. Um, like it's just that simple. Like Bruce, I went and bought like um, a, a, an additional big pile of link here at about 1980, not because like uh, it's necessarily has to go up very much, but um it's it's an amount like i can put a lot of money into it and be fine and that was the benefit there so if it does like a 2x or 3x whatever it's better than my stocks or something but at the same time i don't have to worry about too much downside is the theory there yeah but i think like most of these things can do uh many of these items can do a pretty good 10x from here like, for example, Chainlink 250 is very doable if it pulls an ETH-type run. Um, like, uh, I'm, and I'm talking about, like, from from these levels, like, you know, could even something simple like Litecoin do a 5x? Sure, why not? Um, so that's why some people like LTC, for example, um, or Dogecoin, maybe it doesn't do mega multiples, but that's why, like, it's fun on Ox.Fun because I can do it on a little bit more leverage and I you know, it's low on the chart and I only have to have it move up a little bit with the rest of the market, but I can get the multiple gain by having it as a as future position, right? Steffi's, Steffi's become a full-on leverage DJ in the last space of the last week. <laughs> I, 
No, notice that. Notice how we made that happen. Like he was all very like Zeph and whatever. No, I know, I know how to do the thing, but like I, I, I've never bothered because I, I don't like to get, you know, I just don't like to gamble. I had to get him through the door, Ryan, and then I had to like pressure him socially, and then it just all happened naturally. Yep, that's what it was. Leverage was built for Sefi. It it really is technically. <laughs> well, a little. I mean, it's nice to have spot bags or whatever, but then. It is also fun to have a bit of like play money on the side. Yeah, watch everything go red now that I'm doing this. Everything's going to go red. The entire bag is going to be liquidated. I'm going to look like an idiot. That's how this usually works. I mean, and then now you've got a, uh, a vault. It'll be in uh, full public for everyone to see. Yeah, Midas is going to lose all his little 50,000 Dox tokens. <laughs> He's stuck in my bad vault. He's like, I, I think you know what you're doing. Maybe I'm going to stick it with you. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> I'm also going to put some money into Coach's um, copy vault, into Ryan's vault, into Sue's and Kyle's vault. So, you know, which I'm, is, I'm So Sue and Kyle's have not opened yet or what? Like, where's those? No, not yet, not yet. But as soon as they do, I'm gonna put all my money. With I mean, them. those dorks if they know how to run it up. They know what they're doing. I mean, they they took uh, three arrow capital from one million to uh, I don't know how many billions. I I think they might know what they're doing. Of course, um, everything can happen in this space. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you give me a thumbs down. It's my money. And if I want to lose it all, it's my money and my mom's retirement. So I don't give a fuck. And she doesn't give a fuck either. So, yeah. I'm going to make it to 100x this full run. Nice. And nobody can stop me. Nice, nice. I've already doubled my money on Crow. I'm over doubled now. Oh, Crow tokens. Yeah, it's over 12 cents. My average is like 5.1, five, 5.2. Five, is it pumping or, pumping or something or what? Yeah, it started actually going up a good little bit. It broke its uh, resistance of 12. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it looks, looks. But you know what? A lot of charts look exactly like that now. It's like the exact same chart as Link. So mm -hmm, like it's yeah. correlating with the altcoin stuff. Yeah, it 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 was taking a little bit of fucking time though. Like it was staying below and everything else was started going up. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I was already doubled, right? Anything at over ten cents, I'm I'm doubled. So Yeah, yeah. But if I was waiting and all that's for... going up, it it means that probably all the uh all the cosmos shit's gonna go up then probably soon. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was like, Okay, nice. We hit we hit above that twelve. That's what I'm happy about. It's really simple. Like the reason why you should just wait and whatever the fuck you have is because like all that will happen is people say, okay, look, my token ran up or that token ran up. I don't want to buy that one. It looks like it's already pumped. I want to get the thing that hasn't pumped yet. Oh, okay, I'll get that one. So it looks like a discount of some kind. That's all it is really. And it, everything just goes up. It's like, it's, like it's that, that Dude, easy. I, Sometimes that you have coin, to wait a few days or whatever, but that's fine. That, that spell token I told you about? Dude, I just made a shit ton more money on it. Like I just... Like that one, that's just gambling bullshit. Like day trading, like I just throw money into it, let it go down, throw more money because it's always doing like 50, 60% ups. So I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I've made, I just spent the money that I made off of that. I just ordered 
new parts for three of my Harleys and just spent like $16,000 just in parts. <laughs> just from spell token. The money I made Ooh. from that dumb fucking thing. So you're going to upgrade your motorcycle based on your spell token winnings. That's nice. Yeah, just for shits and giggles. Wait. By the way, on a, on a more important note, uh, is Donna Goldberg real? I think so. Yeah. That's cool. Unless it's somebody's wife. Like, what, what was the deal? I, I noticed her in this space. Uh, she said, like, she's, he's got a, she's got an ex-husband, she's got a couple of kids, and she was shilling us something where... Was she giving the full story? Like, properly... Node tokens or something. Properly, um, hmm. I don't know. Just some kind, okay. of, some kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> but sounds like a regular woman. Yeah, she, she has a nice listen, voice. She, no, she was, there was 100% some trolling in there. She has kids named Buster and Randy. She said her husband left her for the women of yeah. Web3 <laughs> NFTs and that um, she doesn't necessarily need her kids 529. The just, um, Drew, just, just stop. Like, I've noticed there's a thing with you where people start disliking you because you're so negative and critical. Just be nice to people. All right, coach. You got it. I, I felt like Bikram and her had a good connection, though. They, they, they did. They did. He, he started with a nice lead-in. The uh, OnlyFans friend. He's always he's always trying to get laid. Yeah, and he's he, he even had the Hawaiian music going everything because he's in Hawaii and he lives there and whatever. Beautiful, it's a beautiful. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, did you work out what the um the ROI actually means? <laughs> Is it? I thought it was account start, but it seems to be like bolt start or something. I think it's since bolt start is 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 what I think. Okay, that's why Sefi's winning. Are you up? Are you, but are you up fifteen percent since the vault start? I guess yeah. you are on Litecoin or whatever. Litecoin and Doge. I'm Luna. I'm long Luna. I'm gonna go have a look at your positions. Long Luna, short fat. Short say as well, just symbolically. Should have kept some Luna Classic. Yeah. Fat here is just too easy. Like. I mean the the all time high breakout was a buck twenty. It's like it's gonna just run. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> so I'm just gonna let it go to like ten bucks. So I it's at one. I don't you know I don't know how to calculate Bruce. Like how do you calculate what your actual like if you hit a certain target, how do you calculate how much ox you're gonna have at that point? Um, I think there's a take profit thing at the bottom where you can just work it out calculating take profit thing what. Uh, like on the on the trading view itself, I think if you go to the bottom on the position, uh -huh. then you can click on the position itself. Where is it? Again? I see here. I'm going to click on the. No, it didn't do anything. It says action close. That's all I see. You can, yeah, and then but then you can limit close. I think. I thought there was a take profit thing here, Ryan. Am I deluded? Oh, can you hear me? So you hit the close button, and then you can. You can limit close it. Hmm. Okay. Um. Maybe he's maybe the dev is tweaking that thing. But yeah, you're right. Like usually, you would have uh, take profit or stop loss, as well as close. And then on the, the take profit box, you would have like the amount of ox you'd earn at that level mm. and also the percentage. 
So you could decide, like, I'm going to close it 100% or I'm going to close it X ox profit. Okay. Yeah, I got fucked over by listening to Bikram and his injective thing. <laughs> he was in here shilling his injective, and I'm like, all right, I'll take a perpetual on fun. I went down 21,000 ox on that one. Damn it. No, I'm just, <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> just funny shit. Hey, what's your price target for BTC this cycle, you think? Oh, I don't know. Like, uh, hmm. Who, who really knows? Like, I don't know when the musical chairs ends, really. Just like a wild guess. Mm, let's wild guess it at uh, with this ETF thing. I'm going to wild guess 250K. Something ridiculous. Holy fuck. Like, why Why that number? Because, like, uh, after ETFs came out for gold, it 5X'd. Like, the, the gold market cap 5X'd, something like that. So, if that happens here, then there you go. Uh, that's how you get that number. And also the, the scarcity of Bitcoin is uh, remarkable now. So when things start going up, there's just none left. So you get a true supply shock kind of situation. We'll see what, let's see. But if that happens, Yo, your Steffi. alts are going to just go completely crazy. Like there's not even a... Yeah. Steffi, yeah. Steffi have you heard that theory that actually the US government might be just like playing everybody and eventually you know print a lot of dollars just to get everybody to you know like uh be like yeah the usc is gonna keep them keep them printing stuff and at the same time they will just like do a a u-turn and start to buy bitcoin suddenly um and make make it like the default standard for you know like the like the gold standard kind of thing for, for USD. So if he doesn't believe in conspiracy be, theories. I don't care, but that will be fucking funny. You know, the most entertaining outcome is the most possible one. So I believe that can happen, you know, it, eventually. Like you start uh, allowing... Oh, you're, you're just talking about like, hy well, like hyper-Bitcoinization, as they say, you mean? or Yeah. No. Yeah, and then you have so. like... A, you, the, the world, you don't the world so. can't run on a fixed supply asset. It's like... Money just won't work this way. But because then, like, the, difference, like the difference between the rich and the poor will just escalate to infinity, essentially. Like, that's how that works out. What if they, what if they use that as kind of like a collateral? Because eventually, like, people will realize that USD is just like a scam coin, the worst shit coin that can just, like, keep on printing. And then you can just, like... No, because that's uh, not, start, that's like, not the, getting the, supply. Like, the purpose of money is to be everywhere and it, like used by everybody. And it's not the purpose of money is not necessarily like, you know, to, to, to have a store value function. Like, just like, no, you could argue all sorts of stuff about how much you should print and all that shit and like get into monetary policy, whatever. And everyone's going to have different things on that. But yeah, it's like, you know, you, at, a, at a national level, I don't know how many countries are going to really use this shit. Like El Salvador is happy because they bought it low, right? So it's good. <laughs> but other than that, so far it doesn't seem like anyone's bought any yet. But anyway, yeah, it can go quite high without like nations and stuff buying it. So it's it's just so unique because it's scarce, right? So you can go all over the place. Anyway, who cares? At the end of the day, it's like if it goes up now or by next season, whatever. Like all our bags go up anyway, so it's it's all good.
like waiting for BTC to hit a gajillion doesn't make sense when really like most of these things will do a pretty good 10x or whatever. And for some of us, if we bought really low, like more than that, you know, 20 or 100x for a lot of these coins and things. So that's that's the thing. And then you can just like convert that into whatever the hell you want, dollars or Bitcoin or whatever you can want to play with. Mm. Do you ever do um, like short hedging and stuff like that? Seth? I haven't yet. But now that I'm on this uh, thing, I might now. Because, uh, so yeah, what I was thinking with, so like Ryan was shorting, um, like he was shorting like fetch and some other things. And I was like, uh, so when would I open up a short on this thing? So I, I have a limit order short position for fetch at $5. So that if it hits that, like there's a fib level of five and about 10. Nice even numbers too, where, you know, you'll typically get like some selling pressure um you know nice, nice level numbers five and ten seem like a good like <laughs> general level and i put some short position there and what happens is is then when the when the price hits that um my long will be way in the green so i'm gonna have to i don't have to worry about that but then the short position can start printing on the way down and then um i can sell some of it at that point because the odds of so on these uh fib extensions the odds of having a dip at those levels are very high. And if you just take crypto in general, like if you get any sort of like mm, landmark number, like a five or a 10 or, you know, like these, like for every coin, you have a certain level that's kind of like a psychological target. You typically get some selling pressure because people tend to put orders at those levels. And so you only need like a 10% drop on leverage and you're gaining quite a bit right on that short position. And that's kind of what I'm doing. So I just take all the fib extension levels and just put some sell orders, some <laughs> limit sell orders there. It uh, at least on uh, this platform, it doesn't cost you anything to put a limit order in. Really, like it doesn't, like you know, it's just not like it doesn't use up any of your theoretical collateral. I don't think um, in order. It's just a trigger condition, and um, so like if I'm right and fetch goes up really high, the amount of ox I'm going to have is you know, a, a higher number because basically like it'll that the long will be printing ox tokens for me. I'll have plenty of collateral to put the short position in, no problem. And if fetch drops, then um I, you know, even if a 10% drop, I can sell it. Because in crypto you can pretty much rely upon a 10% drop from almost any price. I mean like like the odds of you getting a 10% dip almost whenever you buy is pretty high. Like just go look at any chart and like pick any point you could have bought something at any point and you'll find a 10% dip like just just like all the time. So it's very easy to like play this game if you want to trade, I think. Hey guys, just uh, if you don't mind me interrupting, uh, Fox Fun, yes, fantastic. Uh, I obviously was involved with OpenX and things uh, when it just kicked off at the very beginning, but just wondering... Is this all still on Ethereum or is there any other way of like getting away from Ethereum? Because I just hate Ethereum these days, man. It's fucking, the fees are ridiculous. You can get it on M MXC and gate.io. Yes, but actually to, to, so, to use uh, ox.fun. Oh, to use it, it uses ox for the fees, I think, right? Pretty yes, much. But is, is it on Polygon or is it any of these like uh, L1s or something? Because I'm not touching uh, Ethereum anymore. It's just ridiculous. It's just a joke. No, that's just for depositing. So you don't need actually to use um, your Ethereum wallet once you deposit. You can just like use uh, the exchange. Okay, cool. 
It'll it'll be on. I mean, you can deposit from like five networks for now with Ox One, and then um, with time, it'll roll out on many different networks. Like the next one to be integrated is going to be Arbitrum. Right. Well, here's the thing, which is also where Hyperliquid is and other things are. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the thing. He, uh, he doesn't want to pay like daily ETH fees, basically. But yeah, that's not even that. Uh, I'm literally finished with it. I mean, I've said this a couple of times. Like, I don't know if everybody remembers it, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Ether is like or Ethereum is is a CIA coin. I mean, it's completely wrecked crypto adoption. For the simple fact that the fees are so high. I mean, yes, it's the first ever uh, smart contract, uh, but it's it's just so wrong, man. It's wrecking everything. I used to say that about the iPhone, though. I, I used to, when the iPhone first came out, I used to get really angry and I used to say, this is far too expensive. So what I would do, because I was so angry, I would go to the <laughs> iPhone shop, the Apple shop, and I would buy loads of iPhones and I would smash them all because I was so angry about them being so expensive. And I wasted a lot of money and I smashed a lot of iPhones. Yeah. Um, and the reason I did all that is because I thought it was too expensive for consumers. And now look at me, like the whole world has iPhones and I feel humiliated. So I was wrong and they were right. Whatever. I have to swallow that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's right about this Ethereum, though. Uh, definitely not. I mean, it just it, it can't be possible. It's the iPhone of it's the iPhone of blockchains. That's the way you've got to see it. It's, it's not a luxury good. I have to disagree. To be able to to be able to send my NFT back and forth, that gives me a sense <laughs> of superiority and smugness. Yeah, I can tell you're teasing me a little bit, but uh, no. Listen, I did computer science back in the day. I was a computer uh, graduate. Uh, I played around with IBM computers back in the day as well. Um, but there's no way that I ever would consider uh, closed source. And that's why I don't buy any Kuji either. I just, I, open source is the only way forward for any possible blockchain, anything. And uh, I, just, I just completely disagree with the whole idea of Apple, for starters. Um, but just the whole, the whole idea of it, it's just, Ethereum is just, but yeah, crazy. like TLDR yeah. is uh, Ethereum is only relevant for deposits. I know, and even then, you can deposit for five networks, so it doesn't right. matter. And we're not well, what, Ethereum which, maxis. Which would you prefer? Which would you recommend them? I mean, well, here. Well, I mean, whatever. I'll tell you like, what the whatever you have it. I'll on, tell really, you what the final or, straw was actually, Coach. Which is so funny, actually. It's a bit. That's a little bit funny. So, uh, I. Uh, I've seen all the uh, things about the uh, Dimension airdrops, and of course it was just put into everybody's wallet if they actually had an airdrop. Uh, however, uh, I was like, what, what's going on here? Why have I not got it? So I was checking around and, and checking a whole pile of wallets and different things, and I thought, well, you know, there, must have, there must be a few in there that I've got some, you know, a few quid in. So I clicked the bad link with a gold star at the side of it on Twitter, and it's the first time I've ever, ever been hit with a wallet drainer. And it, I'm very lucky because, uh, and here's the here's the funny thing: the only thing I actually had in the wallet was a lot of like uh, Saudi NFTs. <laughs> you remember the Saudi in it? Yeah, great. And uh, but I also had uh, some DBI. So do you know the, the dev? You know, so like a think bigger and all that sort of stuff. You know, and uh, they managed to get like a, a hundred thousand like DBI off me. You know. And some like silly wallet or something, but I just thought, you know what, man, that is like, how can you click one link on on a MetaMask wallet and like lose like the whole your whole planet? Imagine you know you're just an average fella, you know, never been in this game at all or whatever, and bang, that's it, it's gone. 
I mean, war would travel ultra fast. I mean, imagine a millionaire and you just put some like, big money into it, uh, and then that just gets smoked. And this is what happened. Uh, in the coming bull run, there's going to be a lot of people going to get really smoked, like smoked to oblivion, you know, because they're just going to be so greedy. And that's what happened. Long time, you know what you need to do? You need to create a website. Uh, a website where people can learn about this and prevent them from getting wrecked. Yeah, I would like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite busy at the moment, I see, I, I do, go, I do go on to like, arm, Go on to like know? Squarespace or like Wix <laughs> or something right now. I mean, do it right now. Well, you know, Get on there this, and start typing. And, you know what I've got? I mean, I, I, I put a wee thing on the, underneath the, uh, your, your space there. Did you read it at all, Sevi? No, I, I put a little comment in there. So I know everybody's always talking about crypto and stuff, but uh, it's, it's Friday night uh, where I am at the moment. It's just after one o'clock in the evening. I was chatting to a fella there, and uh, by Jove, he's got a dilemma on his case here. Flipping heck. Uh, so he's got a young kid, and uh, he's getting bullied by a bigger boy. Uh, he's only 13. He's, he's, he's a bit ADHD, a bit of autism. He's going a bit nuts, and he's been terrorizing the school for the past you know, two years or whatever. And you know they say there's always somebody bigger and harder around the corner, I suppose, eh? And uh, so he get punched in the face and broke his glasses and uh, tail between the legs and whatnot. And then uh, he thought to himself, well, okay, I'm going to fight back. So, Long uh, I think we'll get back to the conversation at hand look, with the gang here. If you don't all right, it. fair enough. But it is good uh, fun. It is quite yeah. funny. The, 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 yeah, okay, yeah, bullies fine. and everything, no good. Check. No, I know, I know. Yeah, we'll make a website. Listen, we'll have a chat about it someday right. because I would like to hear some parenting skills yeah. from it because it's it's quite funny the outcome of it actually actually. Yeah, so. But anyway, uh, yeah. Bruce, have you but, created a website lately? I think you have. What pornhub.com? Oh, uh, the autism one. Yeah, yeah how, like any new any new progress on it? And uh, Oxfun, really? No, I just like wrote a thing and then I let it go. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, it, it, what happened to our autism tokens? Should we be buying more now or what? Let me go see. Um, I don't know. I think it's not an investment. It's a, it's a ode, my friend. Yeah. Let's see. Um, it's, yeah, it's, still, it's still like 1.3 million like valuation. It's doing fine. It's, it, I mean, it's fine yeah. considering that the entire supplier was gifted. Yeah, exactly. The entire supply, like in reality, like if you, if you look at, I think the market cap at some point was pretty high, but the liquidity was always about like one one tenth, one twentieth of it. So really, uh, I think I don't know what it is, uh, Midas. Maybe like ten ten percent dumped their entire allocation, and maybe a little bit more dumped part of it. Like it's not that high, if you think about it. Like we did, we did have pretty good discernment on this thing. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's an investment though, because, because of the airdrop overhang, um, it's a little bit hard to deal with. It's a different thing when somebody buys themselves versus they gifted it, right? If you have $10,000 that increases in value, you bought yourself, you feel differently to if somebody gives it to you. So that's like one of the dynamics that sort of changes whether it's an investment or not. Um, so yeah, I can't, definitely can't vouch it, but, um, it's interesting now because I think, most people who wanted to leave have have finally left. Coach, if you don't mind me saying, I did leave, and uh, 
I'll not, I'll not keep the, the mic all night here, but what the reason I left, and I think uh, I professed this to you already, was the fact that I did sell it all so that I could then uh, send it to Lezef God uh, for the uh, the building of the, what was it, the, was he not like trying to get some money for something? <laughs> and then I sent it to him, all of it. So for the great... How much was it at the time? In dollars. Well, you, the whole point is you never sent me any money or any autism. So I had to buy it all myself. And the only person that actually gave me any autism was oh. Anne, believe it or not. I had, I had. well, to be fair, I had like 3,000 DMs or something. So there were a few people that missed. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only way not to get missed completely was to pester me like 20 yeah, times me, I, 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 to get your DMs to talk. So yeah, nothing personal. I don't worry. Just like, like too many DMs. I'm really not worried about it <laughs> at all. But uh yeah, Anne was very generous though. She gave me like a thousand or like five thousand or something. I can't remember, but I I give it all. I obviously pass it on. Um, but I did what I did was I sold it all and I uh, um, put it into engine or what is it, injective and then sent it to Lezef God, I think, who's building the uh, in Zef. Uh, so for the greater humanity, that's what I did. You know, so so. Take me off your blacklist if you don't mind. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent. Since nobody wants to speak, Xavi, what's the level that uh, Lincoln used to break to absolutely break out? <laughs> Morty, you're like obsessed with where Link goes, aren't you? <laughs> like, my, I'm, my balls are deep in it. You're, you're deep, so you want the thing to go fucking it. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty close. I think the whole market is like just one thing after the other is going to pop off. but. Uh, Link, like Sergey and company, have to sell their coins or whatever. So as soon as we buy them all up, it'll go up. <laughs> so fuck, it, it'll it'll go. Don't worry about it. All the all the retards are showing up, and everyone's buying everything. So it's like it, you know, it, it won't matter. It's good. It's either they sell now or they sell later, right? So whatever. So it's like um, all these things have selling pressure, like validators and whatever. There's always but, someone somewhere. You know, it's a question like, uh, for example, you talk about Sergey selling, wouldn't they want the price to go up absolutely fucking to a hundred and start selling versus now? Um, it's kind of like diluting shares be, and stocks. No, they're, they're trying to be careful. What they're doing is they're like doing scheduled selling so that, you know, they can't just do it only when the market conditions are a certain way because otherwise they can get in trouble. Um, you know, SEC and whatever else. So the whole thing is just kind of questionable anyway, but like they're, that's what they're doing. And so that's all it is. It's not a big deal. Every chain sells tokens anyway. It doesn't matter. Like so, someone somewhere is always selling. And they tend to sell into like the pressure, into the buy pressure too. So if, if teams or whatever, they need to get rid of some tokens, they know where the key levels are. And they're literally selling at exactly those points, which is why like, and market makers are the ones doing that. So they give their coins to some market maker and they're the ones monkeying around trying to sell the tokens. And, um, you know, anywhere they see that there's good, you know, like FIB levels or whatever, they sell at those points. So that's why as soon as you break out of those things, the price moves a lot. Because um, they're using the same mark, you know, endpoints. Interesting. Because there's a group of people that'll be like, hey, I think we're going to go to the next FIB level. So they're buying, right? So price is going up. And then the market maker sells into that pressure. Um, and it's just everyone uses these levels. That's why it happens. It's like the market makers do, the users do, and everything, right? That's all. And then the leverage traders come in and do the same thing. 
So that's how that that's how it works. Anyway, but you'll be fine. Just give it some time. <laughs> you just give it like I think like uh, these things are like in in about six months, everyone will be pretty happy. I think where everything. Is. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm fine. Yeah, it's it's not as fat. Like you know, it's funny how these bull markets work. Like um, it's move. It moves all pretty fast, but now it sounds like you know three to six months is a really long time, but it really isn't. Um, you know, the time just flies when you're having fun and just monkeying around. But like when you have to look forward, oh man, I gotta wait six months, nine months for my bag to go up. It just seems like a long time. But just don't pay too much attention to it. That's the ideal thing. As long as you're in the green, just chill and just relax and sleep yeah, nicely. So kind of I don't know if on. you saw that chart <laughs> no. today, the smart money indicator. Smart money is pretty much almost all in on link right now. They just moved in. What what is a smart money indicator? I'm not sure what that means. I posted it in the chat, BTC versus link. If you want to scroll over. You see all that Where red do down there? I explained it. Hold up a second. Smart money indicator. Um, be careful. Is this like a trading view indicator? Yeah, it's trading view. Yeah, be careful. They don't mean anything. Like they're just sort of just mostly noise. Unless they're getting some special feed from somewhere about something. No, what, it, what does it mean, smart money indicator? Like this. So, for example, if you look at if you look at the yellow, they indicate traders. If you look at green, it indicates retail, and red usually indicates the whales. So once whales go all in, you see you tend to see the fucking price act absolutely explode if you take a look at BTC. But where, but where did they get this where did they get this information from? I don't know. There was another dude who was posting it. Um he's been making a fuck ton of money from it, so kind of just followed in. I mean all these things really ever show legitimately is look prices down get more. <laughs> that's that's yeah. really all they show. And the, look price is high. It went up too quick. It's like some conglomeration of RSI and some other. Bullshit. Well, you kind of get to see they put interesting names on these things, but they don't necessarily say anything different. What I've realized with TradingView after many years of programming and whatever is you don't need it. You don't need any of that shit at all. All you have to do is you just know like, like what does it mean to be too expensive and too cheap, and you get a good feeling for it after a while in crypto. So in crypto, typically, like once you've done a 10x plus, you're probably expensive. If that's happened in a short period of time and vice versa, that's, you know, that's about it. So like, you don't need to know too much about this stuff in all seriousness. Like the, those, those little indicators and things, all they show is cheap and expensive and approximate price differences. They don't, they don't, they don't add anything. It's fun to look at that. Cause it doesn't tell you like where the top is going to be anyway. Yeah. I like, agree. like you can have like an RSI that's topped out. It looks like way at the very top. And then, you know, the, the thing will run for another month or it'll dip and then it'll run again for another like, you know, and double, you know, go even higher. So that stuff doesn't really, it doesn't predict the tops. So that's why like I so, that's why I'm adamant about just simply using FIB extensions only because where the top anyway, you just need to approximate where probable tops are. And that's the end of it. There's no you know you don't have to do anything else that's it like and and it just like represents sort of exponential price movements and uh really really simple stuff anyway thanks man thanks for invalidating 10 years of trading that uh bruce is your is uh is kucoin access for uk and stuff fine like are they are they still blocking people uh i think so yeah Think so the UK now. is okay, but Binance is not, or it is fine. I, I don't know. I, I've not really used um, 
many main exchanges Binance as well. Is, Binance is good. You can't do futures on it, though. Um, it's obviously KYC. Um, and then also they split off the app. So there's like a UK-specific Binance app that they're not listing a lot of new tokens on. So like, for example, like you can't get Celestia on there or D- uh, DYM and a bunch of other ones that have been listed recently. Hmm. I mean, fortunately, Sapi, there's a there's a, a new non-KYC exchange made by fugitive billionaires that you can use. What's it called? Uh, it, it's called Ox.Fun. Really? I'll have to try it. We've only been talking about it for... Um, yeah, I like Come it. Come on, Sapi, that was only a wee joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Uh, you don't tell very many jokes, Long John. I got to tell you, like, uh, it takes yeah. a bit for me to like catch up with you. I know. Listen, I'm very sorry. Like, if, uh, sometimes I come on this evening with a couple of drinks in me, you know, and I apologize that. But John, like, how though? many drinks do you have a day? Let me ask you this: like one, I, two, uh, ten. I don't drink at all. I only drink oh. the weekend. Uh, really, I just honestly, uh, okay, very good. very serious fellow. To be honest with you. I run about three or four businesses, uh, and then three or four businesses. It, really, what, what do you do? Like, wh- well, what do you hear this for a laugh? Uh, so, all right, it's time to come, time to come true, yeah. Uh, so, I run a business uh, doing card machines for starters. Okay, so it's Visa, Mastercard, card machines. That. Okay, yeah. well, that's so. Like, oh, that's a so, good. So, you know what? Tell you what, like that's a good business, but let's talk about Yeah, that. right, it is. Yeah, Next but the whole time. thing is, I, I want to be completely, I mean, I'm literally mm-hmm. trying to, to make a lot of money out of it to get rid of it because it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. You think about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're, you're going to do All a right? thousand X on your ox tokens and then you're not going to have to worry about um, your no, credit not, card thing anymore. It, that's cool. No, it, no, it's not that. I mean, it, what, what I'm saying is that. Uh, Visa and Mastercard, and uh, you know everything that everything goes with it is an absolute disgrace. To be fair, in terms of all the, uh, you think it's like a CH? Is it like an NSA? That. Is it like NSA thing or something? No, you're the you, well, you're the one that works for CIA. So <laughs> talk to me, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Stop practicing no, no. my like my work. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Man, can you just pay attention to the title, both of you? Oh yeah, mm, and right. so no, no, the no, next. I, I thought that was Wait, Sefi's title. <laughs> it looks like Thousand X Crypto Gem. Yeah, well, I got I don't have any, unfortunately. But I think I think Sef might be. That, that is the glory. Yeah, that's the glory. That's yeah. What we Sef want. is glorious. I like need. it. That's what we need, you know. Will, and that's yeah. I mean the whole thing is like I've been in this game for quite a bit. And I remember like uh, seeing Monero when it was like pumping like years ago, and then I seen like a, another coin like PivX. Was a private? You know, do you remember PIVX? Does anybody remember that? No, or PIVX? No, it's quite. I mean, it's 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 yeah okay. And no, so I thought, well, I'll all right. Well, it was years ago, but I put some money into that. Went nowhere. I mean, from the very very beginning, I was always into like privacy coins. From the basics of you know what what is cryptocurrency supposed to be? It is supposed to be private. So oh, so Zephyr you know, kind of speaks to you then. Yeah. 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 Me too. Major. And I uh, so much so far, so much so. Uh, what I yeah, massively. So it, uh, I hope I really hope it goes well. And I, listen, I've got a good bag of it. And uh, but to be honest with you, I don't care if it goes up or down. Honestly, because I've got other things too. I just want to make sure that 
CBDCs don't take over the fucking world, man, because it's going to be an absolute drag and everything that goes with it with AI and stuff, you know. And, and I, I do listen to you, Sifi, uh, quite often, as you Yeah, as so you know. you're in the yeah, Zest so. escape hatch. Uh, you, you have it for... Uh, yeah, well, definitely, yeah. Just in course. case, you know. Just in yeah, case. you're not like these people buying all the AI tokens. You're going to be on the... the no, Zest no, I'm on the, I'm on the Sifi uh, launchpad, just okay. waiting for some, yeah, sure. But it's not just that, uh, just in general, the, the way the world is going, you know, I used to, I mean, I'm pretty convinced that uh, you guys are on the music. Obviously, Midas is, uh, you know. You don't, ha- you don't happen to me this morning. Uh, I, so my washing machine caught fire, Bruce. Your washing like, machine broke? No, just like smoke and stuff yeah. coming out. I have the washing machine going. I put all the clothes yeah. in there. You know, we have like the, Comment. we have, um, I have like, so in our house, we have th- three washing machines, three dryers, fortunately. Uh, so what, each, what, what each area of the house has a separate washer dryer. It's like a hotel or whatever. So luckily, I, I'm fine. Like, we're going to be okay. I'll be able to wash my clothes tomorrow because we have enough. The, the lady that cleans our clothes can take care of it. But she runs up to me. and She's like, hey, this thing is smoking. Um, I'm like, what's going on here? So like, yeah, the thing completely burned out. Done. That was an interesting day. I had to watch it for a little bit, make sure it didn't like set the house on fire. But yeah. was that the other day when you said something was smoking or something? No, that was just some sort of fire nearby, and like it was just like smoke was getting into the house. As a separate Here's the issue. thing. Here's the thing, Sefi. Uh, you, you're, you're talking about not fumbling the bags, right? So uh, my car broke down today, so I had to go and so buy you a had car. To, you had to sell your Kuji uh, to buy to fix your car. No, I I I don't hold any Kuji at all, unfortunately. Oh, oh. I did I did buy it at the zero point five, and then I sold it like an idiot. But uh, what you know, it it's I mean I I'm pretty much a Zef Maxi now, and I don't care if it goes to zero. I just don't care. It doesn't matter. But anyway, uh, okay. You're a Maxi. You went hard, you went all in, huh? Yeah, pretty much. I, and why not? I hope it doesn't go to zero. Then I don't care. If it goes to zero, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I, I'll cool. still live my life, but uh, yeah, you've got the credit card swapping. Pardon my yeah. French, but anyway, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we're going uh, full cypherpunk. Yeah, uh, the hell with it, you know. It, it probably will go up. Probably. Yeah, me, you, and Upper going going flames like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's <not>? cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to hell with it. Let's have a go at it and see if it works. If it doesn't work, the hell with it. We'll figure out some next the next time round, you know. So yeah, um, uh, Bruce, when are you back to traveling again? By the way. What do you mean? I've never traveled. I mean, you're gonna like uh, get on a plane again? I mean, I like. Have you overcome your fear of flying? I uh, don't know what you mean. Random mode. Yeah. Well, listen, Sefi. If I can just interrupt. Uh, talking about your uh, washing machine breaking down there, right? My granny used to have a washing machine for 30 years. It's called a British Bulldog, it was called, right? She had it for 30 years it worked for her, right? Now, my washing machine that I have in my house is a Bosch, right? After the World War. And it works. And it works. And it works. But it's not an Ariston. Have you ever heard of an Ariston washing machine? No. Uh, well, do I need advert, one? you might do because the advert on TV years ago was on and on and on, like Ariston. So, if you're needing a washing machine that doesn't blow up and 
spend or, or put a lot of uh, smoke around your house, you might want to look into that one. There's lots of other brands around the, around the world that do well. One of the best brands at the moment, which you might want to look into, is a thing called Zeph. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out The max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high Stage. Like the shit is play for keeps clowns White knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces. <laughs>